Here we are at the Intergalactic Aerospace Expo, surrounded by some of the fastest, sleekest, sexiest ships ever to be plasma forged from dicarbidium laminates, or whatever it is they actually make ships out of. And so, of course, Galactic Tour turns its attention to none other than the ships of Misk. That sound you just heard was the spectrum imploding with angry comments. But to those of you who doubt the beauty that resides in these flying steel sausages, I say to you that there is no manufacturer currently making ships half as interesting as these bastardized hybrids of human and Xi'an technology. While they may have the handling of your living room couch and cockpit visibility of a Min sunset, the bold design choices featured in the Reliant alone are enough to set my cold black heart beating again. Misk, like the way its ships handle cargo, is determined to drag us into the future. And whether you think the Xi'an are trustworthy or not, you have to admit that bastards know how to make a ship. Make sure you catch my one-on-one -on -one sit down with their lead Xenotech engineer when Galactic Tours Intergalactic Aerospace Expo returns. Good evening, good evening, good evening, and welcome back to the Soul Citizens. I'm Griffin Gaming RPG, and we're back for another fun-filled conversation about the game we all love, Star Citizen. And I'm here with two of my compadres. Uh, on my right to your left, I will introduce first the man, FC, Fast Cart. How are you? I'm doing well. How are you? I'm doing well. I'm doing well. And to my left, the man from down under, not from Australia, but uh, from Florida, Colossal. What's <laughs> up, bro? Greetings from the Sunshine State. Hello. How it's are you doing, everyone? Sunshine State. Yeah, it's rainy here. In, well, it's been weird weather here in Chicago. So. Yeah, it's weird over here, it's too. It's no, longer known, it's no longer known as the orange juice, or orange state. It never was. <laughs> yeah, the Florida oranges, uh, California no. oranges. Yeah, I know. I think sunshine is pretty much it. <laughs> um, let's see. Listen, um, we opened up with a video today that I know you guys hadn't seen in a little while. Um, but uh, oh, fast car! Hey, we got another fast car out there to subscribe. Thank you, fast car. That's good to know. That was Takazak. He gifted me. <laughs> I gifted you. Awesome. Thank you, yeah. Takazak. All right. Thank you, Takazak. We appreciate that. Um, Thank you. Yeah, this opened up with. You guys remember back when you were doing Galactic Tour? I kind of went back a little bit further in the machine here. And uh, that particular video was around the time when the Reliant was the new kid on the block, Colossal. The Reliant, and there was a lot of excitement about that ship when it first came out. Um, wow, Pops in Space. Thank you, Pops, for that community gift sub. Thank you. Thanks, Pops. Thank you, Pops. Thank you, thank you. Um, I also thought it was appropriate that we would do that video because our good friend Jax, who last year at CitizenCon uh, left us in one of the newer ships that we'll talk about later on. So I thought it was kind of cool to see Jax again, because right now, supposedly he's in Pyro and uh, who knows if we'll see him again. Hopefully, hopefully we will. Radagast, thank you. Radigast. Oh my God, thank, thank you, you Radagast. Five community subs, thank you so much. How's those mushrooms, Radagast? Yes, thank you, Radagast. We, man, we really appreciate that, right, Whammer? Hey, thanks for the subscription. There we go, awesome sauce, awesome. Okay, listen, uh, so I wanted to open up with that just to kind of throw us back a little bit um, because Misk 
Uh, did you guys catch the little thing he mentioned about the the windows of the misships not being all that great? He kind of threw a little raz in there about misships. I don't know. Do 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 the ships on the the windows on the misships bother you guys? Like on the freelancer. The freelancer does. The freelancer does. The freelancer so, so, some of the others are, are better, but but the freelancer was the freelancer is like one of the older ships, so I can see how they they, they, they improved it. Because a lot of people complain, and and the misships since then had had great 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 greater visibility. Yeah. Do you think? Uh, oh wow, Radigast. Thanks. Okay, let me ask you this. Shout out Thrakazog again. Oh, so Thrakazog again? Oh my God, you gave out another sub. Oh, two Radigas. Thank you. Okay, mm -hmm. thanks, Red Thrakazog. Uh, man, you guys are going to make us hit our mark today. That'll be awesome, uh, our August mark. Uh, I, I have to agree with Jade. She said there's no good reason for the freelancer windows. Let me ask this question. Um, we the most recent ship we've got is the whole a right and they obviously expanded the viewporting in that and that's like the newest up-to-date version of what a misc you know cockpit would look like do you think that and we know the freelance is going to get a rework do you think that that's what's going to end up happening that they'll end up widening it out? i think the odyssey is supposed to have a good view you think that that uh cig will kind of expand that view a little bit for folks in time because the prospector's got a great view. You know, a lot of the other ships do have really nice views. What do you guys think? I think they will. Mm -hmm. I think they will. They will make it bigger, but I don't think they'll go overboard. I don't think it'll be like Hall A view. I think they'll just say, they'll just say, okay, we know it's too narrow now. We just give you like, a, like maybe a foot or maybe half a foot more. Mm -hmm. You know, it, 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 they start to maintain the freelancer look. Yeah, yeah, but it's more of a misc look too. You know what I mean? It is. And, yeah. And I know that it, interesting enough, you mentioned about that ship being an older ship and even the Starfarer is an older ship and they both have that narrow design. And since it's only two ships, I just wonder whether or not CIG will go ahead and consider giving it, like you I said, think a little will, bit I don't more know space. if they're going to go overboard. Okay. Okay. All right. We'll see then. All right. Well, look, let's kick it off. Uh, as you guys know, we are going to be talking about MISC today. Uh, many of you know that MISC is an acronym for Musashi Industrial and Starflight Concern. Um, and the couple of the, the reason why we have some of the people we have here is because these guys, even though we often hear about them talk about the Banu, uh, they also enjoy mischiefs. And, uh, Colossal has always said in my ear, Griff, I'm a misc man. I don't care what's going on. And he definitely loves misc. So we're going to be talking about misc today for those of you out there who are, um, lovers of misc. Uh, we're going to do a little intro for you guys, give some history to them as we always do on shipyard. And then we're going to jump right into it. And start talking about it because the Miss ship line has grown over the years uh from what was something nothing more than what we knew as the freelancer to now actually a full fleet they probably have one of the largest amounts of ships amongst many yeah. of the ship manufacturers yeah yeah exactly so let's go back and do a little history on them first um the musashi industrial and starflight concern is a human spacecraft manufacturer it was founded in 2805 in the arranged business merger between the failing Halo Electronics Corporation and the Musashi Lifestyle Design Unit spinoff of Acorn Limited. The merger made smart use of Halo's extensive network of large-scale production facilities and Musashi's reputation for design genius. MISC is based on Saisei in the Centuri system. Corporate offices are located there as well as an impressive central dealership facility that is fully open to the public. MISC is also known for their especially ergonomic factories, 
and every <clears throat> sorry and every spacecraft piece assembled robotically with expert precision fully modular identical production lines have been established on dozens of worlds uh one of the things colossal i wanted to ask you about since i know you're a big a big misc fan uh, the fact that they mentioned that they've got their own factory and showroom that's open to the public. Would you be looking forward, like how Crusaders got their showroom? Uh, would you be looking forward to seeing something like that if you went to the Centauri system? I mean, oh, definitely. I mean, I mean, MISC is supposed to be, I mean, the ultimate for me when it comes to scientific vessels. They also are dealing, they have stuff dealing with Xi'an technology in some of those ships. Mm. Um, so, I mean, that was part of the reason why I was... Hey, thank you, Wander. Wander, thank, um, thank you. That was part of the reason why I, I you know, kind of invested in, in MISC, you know, if if I was going to be, you know, for lack of a better word. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, right now we're running at, what, 12 ships, I believe, in the mm -hmm. fleet, I believe, around there. Mm -hmm. So uh, it's, it's it, there's, there's a lot of good things here with MISC, um, and I definitely am, am very much interested to see what they can do and just, just wait till they start dishing out. Uh, the capital ships like the Endeavor. Mm -hmm. I mean, just wait till we see that. That's mm -hmm. going to be an interesting feat. Yeah. FC, when MISC first, when I first came into Star Citizen, Freelancer was one of the first ships that I heard about. I hadn't seen it, right? Right. And I heard everybody talking about the Ford pickup of Star Citizen. You know, people kept talking about this ship and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> and when I saw it, I wasn't impressed. I hate to say it. I was not impressed. I did not like it. But over the years, there's something about the MISC design that I actually do like now, you know, I, I, at first that whole Chrome thing, I was kind of like, man, it looks kind of bland and bland and plain, but now I actually really like it. it. I don't know. What was your response when you first saw the MISC, you know, design, were you impressed by it? Were you like, ah, it's not my kind of thing. Is it certain ones you like, certain ones you don't? I went, when I first saw the Freelance, I went with the um, utility of it rather than the look. Because I was like, okay, this is a hauler, so this is definitely something I'm interested in, so I'm going to mm. go ahead and, and, and try, try to get one. But I, I would, I would, well, we'll talk about it when we get to it, but I would, um, yeah, I, I was okay with, with, with the look. Okay. I was fine with the look, so I wasn't put, put off with it. Okay. But, um, you know, some of the other ones, like Aegis or Anvil, they look too angular mm -hmm. and missed, look more curvy, so mm -hmm. I, 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 I appreciate it the aesthetic better okay okay all right let me continue with a little bit more of the history and then we're going to jump into these ships um misc is the only human spacecraft corporation to sign a lend a lend lease agreement with the Xi'an. colossal just shared that with us agreed to in a closed door conference in 2910 although the actual specifics of the deal have remained a tightly held trade secret insiders suggest that the Xi'an technology has played heavily into the freelancer development while seemingly Xi'an-produced hull, MISC hull Ds are becoming increasingly common sight at border outposts, wilder rumors claim that MISC's next line of spacecraft will begin to incorporate Xi'an thruster technologies adapted for use in, the hum in their human craft. In recent years, MISC has funneled profits from their corporate line into the development of two spacecraft that are nom nominally marked for personal use, the Freelancer, and the Starfarer. These spacecraft are aimed to compete in a crowded marketplace against heavyweights like Robert Space Industries and Drake Interplanetary. Nevertheless, a carefully managed business plan and a one-two punch of generalized private craft, the Freelancer, and the role-specific niche ship, the Starfarer, have found overwhelming success for the company in this arena. Colossal, let me ask you a question. I know you've talked about this before. 
Um, what, you know, we keep hearing about the Xeon technology, right? And we talked about, we hear about design coming from the human side of it, but the Xeon technology, I mean, I, I'm wondering what will be some of those things that are reflected that make these ships different. They mentioned about propulsion and engines, but I'm curious as to whether or not there'll be some other aspects. I know for the, and we'll talk about it later when we get to the Odyssey, they, we saw that there's some technology, some actual technology in that ship, the, the way the grav lev things work and stuff like that. Do you think they'll start incorporating that in some other aspects of the ship? Some of the like visible Xeon technology? Um, I mean, we don't know because once again, it does say clearly that there are some elements of it that are top, uh, that are trade's top secret. Mm -hmm. So they may just keep that. From you. They may just keep that from us mm. in terms of what really is she on technology that's up in mm. up in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, when we're going to talk about the Odyssey, it may be some of the interior uh, equipment that that is used to produce the um, uh, the the uh, the ore or mm -hmm. things like that. It could be that. Uh, it, I mean, but uh, it's, it it'd be interesting to see. We do know that there are some engine aspects, I and mean, we can see that with the freelancer, and we can see that with the cartwheel. Okay. Right. Yeah. I mean, I know they said with the thrusters, but I'm assuming they're talking about the engines as well. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, you saw that with the original, if you remember the original um, uh, commercial they put out for the freelance with the thrusters, with the engines going up and down and things like that and mm -hmm. so forth. Mm -hmm. And when you look at the car to all, when you see how, how it uh, folds in and folds out and mm -hmm. you get kind of that same feel. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm assuming they're, they're, they're leaning towards that type of uh, feature. So there's a certain person you and I both know that is still upset that their engines on their freelancer don't rotate, right? But we'll we'll get to that a little bit later. Uh, yeah, more than one person. I know another person like yeah, that. Yeah, there's another person that you know too fast, yeah, but, right? But, yeah. but, but speaking, but speaking of the Odyssey, there's a lot of animation when they did the concept. Um, when they did the um the concept show for the Odyssey, like mm -hmm. there was some elevators and stuff like that. There was um, right, right, and right. Stuff like yep. That. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Okay. All right. Cool. All right, gang, well, listen, we're gonna go ahead and jump into it and start talking about these ships. Let's start talking about a, a particular line that you don't hear people talk about very much, but I think might start being talked about a little bit more. Um, and that's gonna be the Razor line. Um, let's talk about them a little bit. Um, but, you know, I, I remember when the ship came out and a lot of people responded to it. Well, you know what, before I even get into that, well, I will say this and then we'll read about it that people immediately thought F1, Formula One, when they saw these, that, yeah. that like sprung into people's minds right off the bat. So we're gonna talk about the three different variants that they have of this particular ship. Uh, I think FC, you've got this, right? You starting us out with this one? Yep. Okay, let's hit it. Yep, so the Razor, the base, must make a bed for the next Murray Cup with the all new Razor. The advanced Razor, this advanced Razor features an advanced composite base frame that puts pure speed ahead of everything else. It's the ship for pilots who want to leave the competition in the dust. You want me to read all of them? Or just yeah, feel free, first one? feel free. Okay, X, the yeah, X. Uh, outfitted with a signature reducing material, the Razor X is like a specialty build for the UE advocacy for use in surveillance and extraction operation. Although the EX was ultimately ultimately rejected for widespread use, Mitch recently released a variation for the, of the model for the public who were looking to keep a lower profile. LX, the Razor gets supercharged. The LX, is, the LX features an overcharged engine to unleash blazing hot speed, per, hot speed perfect. This power comes at a cost with reduced maneuverability and armament making it ideal for straight shot racing. But who needs weapon when you're leaving the competition in your dust? 
Okay. Um, I guess the thing I want to talk about about this is that two of these ships, they really focus in on speed uh, and racing. And then there's the EX version, which they talked about, um, was it about, about stealth, right? They actually tried to uh, sell this ship for like surveillance, right? And it, and, and it said extraction operations. And I'm kind of, maybe I'm missing something here, but when they talk about extraction operations, I'm thinking, you're going in to get somebody and bring them out, right? Yeah, I don't know how so, they're going to extract someone with a single-seater single single ship. Yeah, seat. with a single-seater. I mean, I'm, I'm missing something, and maybe somebody in chat knows something, but I'm kind of at a loss on where that comes from. I do love the idea of the stealth and surveillance aspects of it uh, and the profile of it. Uh, Colossal, let me go to you first. Have you flown these ships, any of these ships, and what are your feelings about them? I haven't flown them since they first came out. Mm -hmm. um, I thought that in a straight line, those ships are great. When you try to turn them, they are the worst ships on the face of the earth because they just... Yeah, that's how, I mean, that's how they're designed. It, yeah, it's clearly designed for, for, for racing. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I, I mean, we have the new racetracks now, and I don't know if there are people uh, using them for the new racetrack that you see over there on, on Hurston. Uh, I haven't, I haven't uh, seen many people e e even try to um, uh, use those ships. Yeah. But boy, if you want to go ahead and go to a straight line, if there is any types of drag racing where you got ships side by side with each other, like you do in uh, in real life when you see when you go to those um, uh, those those car events where it's just two cars mm -hmm. and you got that that, that those big old Strip. huge lights that mm -hmm. go from Jack red strips. and count mm -hmm. down to green, mm -hmm. and they just go ahead and go. I mean, this would be your ship for that. Yeah. Um, so it's, 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 it's a great ship for speed, but I, I don't know if it's good for anything else. Yeah. I'm like you, I, I rarely see people fly this ship. I mean, I could, I don't think I can count on my, on one hand, how many times I've seen this ship in the verse in general. Uh, but I am curious now that because we have the snake pit, um, and because of things like the Atmo esports and other stuff, whether there will be, how can I say this? Um, whether there will be designated competitions for certain types of ships. In other words, an all razor ship race, you know, something like that. I don't know if they'll do that. FC, what about you? You ever, you ever been in one of these ships taking a look at it at all? I took a look at it. Um, like I would, I, when I first started, uh, Star Citizen 2014, one of my first ships was the Gamma because I was interested in, in racing, but I didn't want to spend too much money on, on like a 350R mm -hmm. at the time. Uh, now since then, I've decided I'm, I'm going to buy all my racing ships in game with um, UEC instead of um, real money. But yeah, so I, I, I'm still interested in, 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 um, in racing. I'm interested in this ship. Yeah. I don't know. I, I think, I think this one is had a really bad disadvantage because it's a straight line ship and most of the races are like half turn mm -hmm. so like something like the v50r or the uh maybe like the m50 um it would, would 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 beat this i don't see unless there's a designated like drag racing um race or something like that mm -hmm. i don't see this ship be, being used in racing as much mm -hmm. i mean could you could you use this to you know quickly navigate a, a jump hole or a wormhole Probably, yeah. That, 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 that's that's one potential. And quickly jump in and jump out. I mean, you know, they did talk about surveillance, right? You know, that's interesting. You know, I mean, well, you got to jump in, and then you got to turn around and jump out. Well, I mean, I mean, you can turn around and the you can turn around in the ship going at ten. To, you know, uh, you know, going at ten. Yeah, that's a wide yeah, turn. You know? <laughs> yeah, I mean, but she's a small ship. You you'd be able to make it big a, 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 a lot quicker than you would if you were flying in a you know Odyssey or things like that. She can get in there, scan really that's quickly, true. turn around, and you know, uh, or she can scan while she's turned around, ready to go back to the to the to the jump hole. But you know, it's, yeah, um, it's, you want to scan something, you, you would get it like. 
like a um a detonated a um cheddar ship rather than using this. But see, it's funny you guys would mention that because I, you know, in my head, I've always thought about this ship for racing. That's all I've ever pictured it for, right? right? I don't even know what the range is on this thing. Do you, I, you know what I mean? Like if you fly it, like what's the range on it? Do you guys know like how far can you really go with it? I, don't I know. mean, as far as the fuel efficiency, I mean, yeah, like can you jump, her... like can you like can you make it from R Corp to Hurston, for example, or do you have to stop? I'm I'm just curious. I've never uh, tried I, to take I, this ship out and do some quick. type of jumping with it. Maybe somebody in chat knows. I, I mean, she's, know. a, she's a small vessel, so I'm assuming yeah. that you can put. I'm, I'm assuming that you, you can put some components out there to, to give you some longevity in terms of endurance. Yeah, okay. I mean, I, I do that. I do that with the Gladius. I don't. I, I know I don't fit her with the best one. I fit her with the one that's going to get me from way across the galaxy, uh -huh. and I don't care about time. Yeah, because I don't want to stop. You know, so yeah. Um, so there are there are components like the Atlas or or other components out there that are not really really high in quality, but are very very good in duration. Okay. So, um, I'm quite sure. I mean, I, I don't know how how far she would go in pyro, but <laughs> I, I, I I would I would assume that if I would assume that she would have a signature so low, especially that stealth ship, mm -hmm. so low that she would be uh, almost undetectable. That going cool. in there if you're trying to go yeah, ahead and do some fast, type of mm, getting in and out fast yeah yeah okay. okay all right well that's the razor line folks uh the base the ex and the one we have on the screen right now is the lx i've always been somewhat tempted for the ex i haven't done it and uh how much do these run does anybody remember what these are for pledging does anybody remember you're like 140 hundred. Because they're I, I, pretty I expensive, aren't they? But I, 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 but, but, but I have the detail. Is that it, it can make Crusader to Hurston in seven minutes and Microtech to Arcorp in 12 minutes. So that gives you some kind of, some idea of the, of the range. Okay, okay. That's the, that's the base model. Okay. All right, gotcha. All righty. Okay, we'll move on then. Let's uh, take a look at our next series of ships here. Adaptability. Defined as being able to adjust oneself readily to different conditions. An invaluable asset in a constantly changing universe. From the Koray, to the Sen, the Mako, and the Tana. Each model in Misk's Reliant family features advanced Sheehan designs. And the Reliant can acclimate to a multitude of purposes and situations. Contention, communications, discovery, and beyond. The universe we live in is always changing. Shouldn't you be? Misreliant. All right, all right. Now, fast cart, I want to make sure that you heard. The proper way to say that, Kore and the Mako, not the Mako. Everybody says Mako in the core. It's the Kore and the Mako. Kore, I knew. Kore, uh, I knew. And I the Mako. <laughs> <laughs> I think about Mako, I think about getting your car fixed. All right, anyway, let's go ahead and jump they, in with Colossal. He must be speaking to me in Spanish then, because that sounds like a Spanish dialogue there. But... <laughs> All right, we're going to hit the Reliant here. Go ahead, Colossal. Go ahead and let us know what we got here, buddy. All right, so the Reliant Core. <laughs> <laughs> it's a small supply runs uh, from its uh, planet's surface to a nearby orbital station have become 
commonplace. With bigger ships focusing more on the long haul, the Reliance Standard Corray loadout gives it enough carrying capacity for starting out with small runs while complementing MISC's whole series, a long haul um, support mm. ship. Mm. Okay. Next up. He, he said the next one, the Mako. Oh, that sounds like Spanish. The Mako. <laughs> the Empire depends on up to the second information which is why reporters need to be able to go where the news is happening, wherever, whenever. Enter the Mako. All the flexibility and dependability of the Miss Reliant combined with the state-of-the-art image enhancing suit suite and turret-mounted optics to capture every moment as it happens with clarity and accuracy that makes headlines. The Mako, a.k.a. Mako. Uh, <laughs> The scent, the, the, the scent. Now, do we call it the scent or the same? It's the scent. I, I mean, it's the scent. Okay. All right. All right. All right. Magellan Pierce Croshaw names that echo through history thanks to their adventurous spirit, their curious nature, and a reliable ship. The Reliance Sin is a versatile mobile science platform outfitted with the long range capabilities to take you further, longer, and an advanced sensor suite. Perfect for the aspiring explorer who wants to whisper their name into the halls of history. Yeah. And of course, now, the Tana or the Tana? Since they want to give me a Spanish vibe. <laughs> yes. <laughs> say yes. With humanity ever expanding through the universe, the need for a versatile, lightweight fighter has expanded with it. Easy to maintain with a rugged construction, the Reliant Tana makes for an ideal choice for frontier and outpost defense, thanks to its custom high-yield power plant, stronger shields, and additional weapons mounts. Okay, okay. All right, let's go. Let's, let's take it all back back to the beginning here. Um, man, I was excited for this ship. Uh, I, it, it, yeah, you know, I, I was really excited for it. Um, you know, obviously the rotation of it, very cool. I still like it as a lightweight ship freighter you can carry stuff in it um but it i don't know how much they buffed it recently but at one point you could blow on it and and it just it was terrible i remember one time trying to sneak into a bunker area with it and i got hit and it sent me into a tailspin that was unbelievable and weirdly enough i rolled several times hitting the ground and survived it um, but man, it only took one hit to nail, knock me out of the air. So I, I don't know how it's been now. Mind you, the ship was not buffed up. I had not done any major stuff to it, but it was the first time I'd ever been hit by a turret in, while in flight and knocked out of, you know, my positioning and everything, which was kind of, you know, I don't know. Were you in the Corey or, so, or one of the other? Corey, the base. Yeah, I was in the base. Yeah, in the base. Yeah. Um, Fast Carl, I'll go to you first on this one. Have you flown the Corey? What do you think of the Corey? Do you own a Corey? I was interested in it and from the concept, I wind up not getting it or, or waiting on it. Um, yeah, it, it, it doesn't have the cargo space compared to the, uh, compared to like the 315P. Mm -hmm. So that, that, that's what, that, that's what I was looking for. And I, I heard yeah, pe people started complaining about it. So I was like, uh, maybe not. I, I, I'll skip this. 
um, this uh, these hips. But um, as far as the, the, the maker go, I, 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 you know, I um, I help out with, with relay or or, or, or or back or I used to before before I we started so citizen. And they they were really interested in in, in, in the Mako, and I I, was, I, was, I might have been considering getting one to help out with them, mm. but oh well. Okay. By the way, um, uh, Black Sky Legion, Kaizen did a translation for us because if, if you guys know he's of Hispanic origin, he said that Mako in uh, Spanish means boogers. So just so you'll know that if you ever want to think about that ship, you can think of boogers. Um, okay. <laughs> Good to know. Oh, look, look, let me tell you one more thing. The sin, I was heavily interested in the sin because that's a sign for it, and I was going to be my, my mini endeavor. Mm -hmm. So, yes, I was, I'm, I'm, I still might get a sin, but that's probably in, in PU. I'm, I'll probably get a pay for the UEC. Okay. So I'm definitely still interested in, in the sin, yes. Okay. All right. Well, and I take it nothing with the Tana. No interest nothing in the Tana. Nothing with the Tana. Okay. Klausel, yeah. how about you? You're interested in any of the Reliant ships? Yeah, uh, I mean, I I got this shit for all the selfish reasons. I first of all, I love the word reliant because if y'all remember Star Star Trek Wrath of Khan, yeah, you know yeah. the shit was the reliant that Khan had, mm -hmm. and uh, so I love the reliant. I think his his name will always lie in infamy, and um, uh, so I did get the Core, and mm -hmm. uh, uh, and uh, I I think the Core is a very very good, um, uh, you know, small cargo vessel mm -hmm. carrying ship mm -hmm. uh very i mean easy to get in i love the the features of what it takes when you go from what it looks like a b-wing mm -hmm. to um to what looks like flying a, wing, like a, a, flying a wing. you know, you know mm -hmm. like a flying disc that mm -hmm. you just throw out there almost like a boomerang type deal boomerang. you know and and uh and she just you know she comes in she lands gently the back opens quite easily mm -hmm. um the the core ray has very good cargo space for a small for a small ship what two SE, seu i believe mm -hmm. um and you can get a lot of things done if you're just trying to have an easy day out in the verse mm -hmm. the, uh, the sin um i i definitely love the feature inside uh, i mean if y'all haven't checked out the sin guys go, go look at the sin in terms of what they do scientifically in mm -hmm. that ship once again, the features are not there uh, for us to enjoy uh, really yet uh, for the Sin and Mako and Tana. So um, I, I would say hold on to your uh, reliance um, because um, there's more to come with those ships as soon as they bring. There's more to come to any Mist ship. We know that Mist is still under underdeveloped uh, throughout across the board, even with the freelancers. So it's, it's going to be interesting. I wouldn't throw away any of the missed ships mm -hmm. um, yet, except for the freelancer. Yeah, yeah. I, you know, one of the things, Klaus, you touched on a little bit here, you mentioned about the cargo space and uh, ease of getting in and out. But you, the other thing that I liked about this ship was the view. It has a great view. Two people can fly uh -huh, in it. it you does. can pick up a friend and you can shuttle from here to there if you want to pick up somebody somewhere. Um, it's like you said, it's that kind of just quick runabout to get in, do what you got to do, get back and forth. Um, I'm disappointed about one thing though. And that's the fact that I had a sin and I, you're right. When you go in the area, Colossal, even though the functionality is not there, you can see the direction that they're going. The sin has its own science lab in it, really laid out, really nice. I was truly disappointed to find out that this ship is just, I think a meter or half meter or something like that, too large for the freaking Odyssey. This would have been the perfect companionship for me for the Odyssey. 
um the ship that you go send out to go sp scout out stuff whether it was to go look for quantanium or go down to a planet surface this was the perfect accompanying ship for me and a lot of people talk about the fighters and all that crap now i'm talking about if i'm in the odyssey and i'm doing science and exploration this mini exploration ship would have been the great ship to have inside of it i'm hoping that cig expands that hangar cig i hope they make it a little bit larger because yeah, it's nice to be able to put a Pisces in it, but the it, the fact that it's a missed ship, it accompanies it. I just thought it would have been the great ship to to be a partner to the Odyssey in the future. So, I still... yeah, or maybe mm, go ahead. I'm sorry, I apologize. Or maybe they could go ahead and just do a quick little fix with the sin and have the wings actually slide in. Something you know, or something. It, 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 have the wings just slide in there. Mm -hmm. Um, I, I, we, I we just it's more likely that, that the Odyssey will, will probably get bigger to to accommodate maybe or, or if not, Griffin, all you gotta do is just you know just land diagonally. Nah. You know what? See, I, I, and, I, you know what? I know a lot of folks like to do that stuff. <laughs> Listen, when you're in a rush and somebody's chasing after you, you ain't got time when it's only six inches on each side of your wing to get in the hangar. You're gonna squeeze her right I, on in there. Dude, you know my thing is I wanted to be I wanted to actually fit in there, and I was that's the only right. thing I was disappointed about, but. I, to your point, Colossal, like it is a beautiful potential for science and for people who want to get into doing anything with exploration and science. I think it will be a great ship. Interestingly enough, none of us talked about the Tana. Um, no. And I've heard a few people talk about that if you trick this ship out well, it's it's it could be powerful, but the issue is still defensive capability, that it doesn't take well to damage. And so I'm not sure, you know, we all know that armor isn't in the game. Uh, but I'm curious to see whether or not they do something with that. So, so, uh, uh, so let's talk about it then, because I mean, you make some very good points here. Let's talk about Mist. What Mist is designed for? Mm -hmm. We know Mist, especially with the capital ships. Mist does not do well with turrets. They usually mm -hmm. short, short mm -hmm. turret their ships. But one thing that we do know Mist has, other than their their science and technology, is that Mist has high quality hulls. Mm -hmm. Yes. And yes. Yes. So I'm assuming that uh, when they finally put in the whole play in the game because we know the hp is not in there yet or mm -hmm. what have you that the tana should be a formidable i would think that the tana because it's a mischief would probably be the most formidable uh, light fighter as far as hull wise because mm -hmm. once again miss holes are supposed to be able to withstand, withstand a lot of heat yeah yeah i'm hoping and, that I, and I forgot about like that, that. I, I truly forgot about that i'm glad you raised that because misc is known for their armor their, for their their hulls uh -huh. of their ships um and so that might be the the, the great compensator for them you know um because right now we don't know the armors in the game right now you know right but, but also actually? when it comes to combat i think the sin has a great potential for combat because we can blind them with science you used that joke a month ago and it was quiet then <laughs> no, it was more than a month ago it just seems like a it was quiet way, then and it's quiet now y'all give fast cars some, <laughs> some applause for, but that, also, for uh, having the nerve to run the second to time <laughs> When it comes to ship sale, I, 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 they always uh, CID typically um, like to do this sell, put this at discount for Valentine's Day or make a special package for Valentine's Day because it's a, it's a two seater, and I think the eighty five X is probably the cheaper uh, two seater. But I, you know, I, if you want to bring along a friend, I think this is a great ship mm -hmm. if you can, you know, live with how, how live with how vulnerable it is. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah. And and this does, I think, do they still consider the Core a starter package ship? Because at one point it was considered a starter ship. I think so. I, I, think I can look. I think it's still, it may not come up as a package, 
but I do yeah, know I that they originally they did say it was a starter for people who wanted to get into a form of cargo carry, if I'm remembering correctly. So that's what the case was. Anybody nope, in chat room? I don't see it. Yeah, they had the cutlers and the free lines though. I okay. don't see the reliant. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Alrighty. Interesting. All right, we'll move on to the next ones then here. Okay, here we go. It's nice to know there's one series of ships you can rely on. Like if the job calls for a little more cargo room, you can rest easy with double the maximum rear payload. Maybe you need to go that extra mile. Four dedicated fuel tanks will get you there. And then some. And when you're expecting trouble on the horizon, well, even the most brazen outlaw is going to think twice, staring down two tailor-made missile launchers. Whatever life throws at you, we've got you covered. MISC Freelancer, built for life. Alrighty, MISC Freelancer, built for life. And we already kind of opened up talking about this ship as the... Uh, what was in the early days considered the Ford pickup. I don't know if this is, I don't know if the uh, Consolidated Outlands Nomad is taking the title from it or not, but it is the I workhorse. So. It is considered the workhorse ship for sure. I think Fastcart, you mentioned that, that that was one of the things you saw it as for, you know, in, entering into being able to carry stuff around. Um, I'm, I'll start out on this one. Uh, again, I mentioned earlier, this didn't, these ships didn't grab me at first in the beginning, but they have over time, rubbed off on me and i do like them a lot um the max is is one of the ones that's probably one of my favorites but i do own mm -hmm. a dur because dirt exploration is my thing that i want to be able to do and so i'm really excited about the dur um it's got the extended range uh engine or fuel pods on it so it can travel much further than a lot of other ships uh it's got the scanning package built into it but it also has a refinery that's in it as well. And so there's a lot to that particular uh, ship that I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing CIG build out. Uh, Colossal, how about you when it comes to these freelancers? You got any favorites? Anyone in particular you uh, lean toward? I mean, uh, in, uh, is it too early to pay uh, you know homage to my brother and his complaints? Maybe well, you is, know what? Let me read. You know, you know I'm sorry. I neglected okay. to read my background because I was supposed to read. Let me read. That, and then, okay. yes, you could definitely pay homage to his his concerns. Okay, <laughs> uh, for the freelancers, yes, uh, <laughs> freelancers are used as long haul merchant ships by major corporations, but they are just as frequently repurposed as dedicated exploration vessels by independent captains who want to operate on the fringes of the galaxy. Uh, for the Dur, the Freelancer Dur variant specializes in exploration, sacrificing some of the cargo capacity of the standard Freelancer for an enhanced jump drive, more advanced scanner, an expanded fuel tank, and may seem like a bad call to some, but to those who value discovery over profit, they will find that this is their ship of choice. I completely forgot about the enhanced jump drive. Mm -hmm. um, the Max, Freelancer Max variant is for those who prize increased cargo capacity over everything else. Combine that with additional storage with Miss unrivaled dependability of rep and reputation, and you can see why the MAX is the preferred transport for many independent haulers in, in, in the Empire today. And then lastly, the MIS, the MISS. The Freelancer MISS is the limited edition, militarized variant of the classic mercantile ship developed by the UEE. Uh, these were produced in very small quantity due to some early payload incidents 
this version sacrifices the majority of the cargo capacity to make way for its missiles. Okay, all right. Boom, back to you, Colossal. Talk to me about this particular ship, the Freelancers. Okay, so, I mean, I, I honestly think, I mean, uh, the, they, did, they did it justice when they did the reworks, mm -hmm. but this is one of those where, where, where they, gotta do, they have to do something about the cockpits mm -hmm. um, because I think the cockpits were the major issue and they did a very good job when they finally came out with the, with the rework of the whole A to give us a good uh, 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 space or a good idea on where they're probably going with the cockpits when they actually get the gold standard with their freelancers. Mm -hmm. With that being said, the Dur, my brother loves it. It's amazing. The Dur is a very good ship. It's a very good ship in the fact that uh, you do have those advanced scanners. You do have that expanded fuel tank. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of people keep forgetting about that, especially with the ones that have the en enhanced jump drive. And I think the dirt also has a fuel, in, uh, uh, some type of uh, um, refinery in it. Mm -hmm. refinery in there mm -hmm. so i think a lot of people keep forgetting about the, the, the dirt on that one a lot of people have kind of dismissed the dirt and put it away because of its looks mm -hmm. but I, it, you need to remember what the dirt has in there i think the dirt is going to be a very good fit especially when you're running around in pyro <laughs> okay i think she's going to be a very good fit going to the max I, I i love the max um the cargo size is amazing for the for the value of the ship mm -hmm. um so uh definitely going to um, the misc the miss is a, a win for me, especially with the number of missiles that it has. I think four size four, uh, and then uh, I'm looking around here. It's got a ton um, of other missiles in it too, doesn't it? It's got a ton of other missiles. Yeah, it's got mm -hmm. a ton of other missiles uh, with the with the uh, with the very four size four missiles, two size two missiles, a grand total of sixteen of those. So I think it's like twenty four missiles or something like that that can that can come out from mm -hmm. from the miss. And I think it's one of the first ships that I actually saw the feature of the of the missiles actually rotating mm -hmm. in the ship mm -hmm. and you seeing it launch off. It was it, it, it was the first time we saw that feature. Uh, we saw it in the in the in the um, in the uh, constellation, but we didn't see it right. work right. We just saw it shoot. It just, it just shot, mm -hmm. and it didn't work right. Mm -hmm. And I think with the miss, it was the very first time that we saw the the uh, the, v the VFX come in on that one. It's a very good uh, ship on that level. Uh, I mean, I, I, miss just to me did the very good job with all these three different types of ships. Mm -hmm. And all these people, honestly, I, they look forward to this ship. Um, it's almost like they use the Cutlass mm -hmm. um, as a representation of these three. In, in a lot of ways, as far as a starter, mm. as far as a starter, starter goes, yeah, okay. FC, how about yeah, you? Freelancers. I, I was just gonna say, I, 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 I'm not. I'm kind of surprised. And I, no one say disappointed, but surprised that you didn't show the um the. Uh, Henriksen commercial with, with the well, rotating wings. Most, I was going to get to that. I was yeah, get to that. Yeah, I want most, everybody to have their say first before yeah, I go ahead and start, you know, throwing the negatives. Yeah, mostly because <laughs> that ship's not in the game. That's why I, I started to, but I didn't want to give people the wrong impression about it. And these right, are the current right, ships right. that are in here. So, and back then, but, that was but, the but, only. A lot of people that was their first impression, they were like, "Oh, shoot, that's gonna that's gonna be dope." And, mm. and then when it came out, it was like, mm, "Nope, we didn't have it." So I. I I think that's their proper uh, uh, position for uh, Melvin. It is so, so, yeah, mm -hmm. disappointed with this ship. Mm -hmm. But my yeah. thing was, you, you would think that my ship, my favorite ship, would be the map. No, my ship, uh, I, and I actually bought it for a while, but I melted it since with the MIS, the miss, the missile ship boat. Because when I played uh, Lucas Art game, my ship was always the, um, the missile boat because I always seemed to do do well with them. So I was going to try to repeat that with the freelance mess, but since then I, I've gone with the the the, the, the Hornet instead. 
Okay. Yeah, I, I will go ahead and, and reiterate what Fastcar said though about because you know Melvis will kill me. Melvis loves the ship uh, CIG. Mm-hmm. He loves it. He comes in every time, and every time he comes in the ship, Griff plays the Fred Sanford song when every time Melvis shows the, shows the <laughs> ship. When he comes in with the ship, it's just been a part of Melvis's lore. But Melvis is really asking for you guys to return those rotating engines so they can go ahead and rotate and do the things that the commercial really uh, had it do. Um, and so he he would definitely put in, um, uh, you know, a, a dear Chris Roberts card. Please have the uh, the uh, freelancer please rotate. Other than that, uh, you know, he he will not give up the ship. He rides it at, at, until it would die. So, you know, I guess you got one hooked on for life on that one. And and we have another one. Um, Eric from Relay, David. Yes. Um, um, from from Relay. Um, he 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 um, he's not happy with the current freelancer. He was hoping that they would go with one of the other concept from the freelancer. I think with the concept B or two or uh, the, the second one. So he's not happy with, with the freelancer, but he has a love hate relationship with this. So <laughs> yeah, he 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 he's, he's along the line, uh, the same line with. with Melvillous. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he is. One of the things I want to mention about the freelancers, too, guys, is that these ships are all multi crew. Uh, even though you can fly them solo, there are designs that have multi crew functions. And there are stations, as you guys know, uh, between the pilot and co pilot seats for two additional people to sit down. It has four beds in it, uh, it has a turret in it. Um, and so I'm really curious to see. You know, a lot of times we've been crewing up, we've been in the larger ships, you know, like the uh, the Carrick or the MSR. But, um, I, you know, I'm curious to see whether or not people will start, you know, teaming up and being in ships like this. One, function, uh, not function, um, what's the word I want to say? Operationally, it may be more feasible for four people to travel in a ship like this than a Carrick, um, just because of maybe where you have to go. Or as you mentioned, Colossal, range could be a factor or the size of a wormhole or a gate may be a factor. Uh, discretion and being discreet going somewhere may be a factor. So I'm curious to see as time goes by, whether you will see not one people or two, but maybe four people. Uh, ships like the Durfast cart you were mentioning has the, is these the science stations in it. Somebody's got to operate those science stations. You're not going to leave the pilot seat to go back in the back to do that, right? So I am curious to see as time goes by and these ships evolve a little bit more, whether or not you will see more group gameplay, just like the Connie, people will be in ships like this as well. And maybe not so quick to think about taking out some of the larger ships just because of the economy it takes to operate a ship this size versus the larger ships. So uh, yeah, and don't forget. In addition, in addition to hull, because this it, it, every time I face one of these ships out in the first, mm-hmm. I get frustrated because it does take a while popping the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, wow. So the the hull and 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 that's what the current hull, you know gameplay right now. So uh, when they put that hull in and, and the mist holds reign supreme, mm-hmm. you know, be mindful of this ship coming in here. You're gonna have a long battle with this ship. That's true. Wander, thank you for remind, Wander mentioned something. I wonder he reminds us of is that the. Uh, Freelancers is the largest size ship that can go through a small wormhole. So yes, it is. Another thing to remember that this ship is one of the few ships that can, multi crew ships, that can do small, medium, and large if necessary. Go ahead, FC. Yep. Uh, I was gonna say that um, I, I put prices of of the um of the of the shipping there. There's one ten, cost at one ten, then one thirty five, one thirty. This is one of the uh, one of the variant lines that had a price increase. 
And the mist used to be 165, now it's 175, and the, and the other the other two variants also in price, price increase. I, I was wondering, did the Reliant also increase in price? I don't remember the, the China being $95. I know it was expensive, but I don't remember now. It's been so long since I looked at those ships for purpose. Yeah, so yeah, so as uh, 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 CID goes along and improves the ship, the prices will increase. So mm -hmm. if you want to get one now to support the project, um, you might you might want to do that because it probably you know increase five or ten dollars down the line. Mm -hmm. It could space yeah. game space mm -hmm. game inflation. All right, well, let's move on past the freelancer to our next ship here. to say i remember when that uh, trailer came out um i was really excited for the prospector because it was definitely mining was the thing that drew me into wanting to do star citizen because that's what i used to do in eve um right. the prospector has definitely been the entry level uh for folks to be able to come in and learn about mining in star citizen and we know that that particular career has expanded and grown tremendously over the past couple of years uh fc i'll go to you first on this one uh, with the prospector, any thoughts about this particular ship? What could it be used for? Do you have one? Have you used one? Not your thing. Oh, well, before did that do that? Let me read the the blurb for it first. Oh, I'm so sorry. Thank you. No problem. Uh, for years, the prospector has been the universe's preferred mining vessel for solo operators, featuring mist, sleek design, sensibility, and a bevy of upgraded high-tech mining tools. The 2947 Prospector perfectly balanced form and functionality. Now, I just want to say, as far as the commercial goes, I think the Kraken commercial was, was a better promotional uh, video for, for, the, for the Prospector than, than this one later, but the Kraken came later, but you, you, know, you know why that is. But as far as, uh, you, you wanted to know, what was the question uh, again? Well, I was just asking your thoughts about the Prospector, you know, with its impact. It's been out since 2947, so it's five years that this particular ship has been out with mining. You know, any thoughts about the Prospector? Has this ever used one before? I don't know if you're into the whole I, mining thing or not. I was just wondering. I, I, would, I would like to, when, when, I, when I was at Eve Online, I was big on mining. I used to spend like eight hours mining. To, I, I spent, I, instead of buying my first battleship, I, I mined the materials and built one in Eve Online. Mm. So yeah, I, I, I was big on mining in Eve Online. And, and I did get the perspective from the, from the concept sale. It was 140 back then. It's now 155, it increased by $15. Um, so yeah, I did have one, but I have seen melted one. I'm probably going to get one in the first, but I have so many 
thing that I, I probably I'm probably gonna do in reverse. I'm not sure whether or not I pick one up or, or, or not. Okay. Okay. Well, how about you? Well, this was one of the scariest commercials that I've seen in a in a, in a long time. <laughs> and just to you know, you push back on fast cut a little bit. The Kraken commercial was just for the Kraken. But although I do agree with you, <laughs> it was one of the best commercials. Uh, for the Kraken with the prospector in it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I do agree with you on that one. Um, and the reason why I say this commercial is one of, the, one of the scariest ones is because if you look back in the distance, there was a freaking FanDuel back there watching you. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. there was a FanDuel back there. So it scared a little bit. Jesus, I was like, what is that? And then when I actually slowed it down and looked, it's joking with teeth and yeah, stuff like that. Frame by frame and hey, yeah, <laughs> yeah it's brilliant. Brilliant again from Chris Robinson. So these are things that he does, you know, with this game he just throws in things and expect you know little what you call them nuggets or egg or, you know mm-hmm. uh, easter eggs or whatever you right. and things like that he throws in those things so you can go ahead and pay attention to it a great startership um there's still some things that are not in in game right now that should be because i'm looking at the q a one of the q a's asked will you be able to mine away from the pilot seat the pilot seat that's still you're still not able to do that yet um they said yes it said when when in landing mining state you will be able to leave your laser gone uh, while you take care of other business, but your productivity will suffer for it. Mm. You have to effectively manage your heat and power on the laser. Otherwise, your mining rate will slow or you could risk damage damaging <laughs> your laser. Okay, <laughs> haven't seen it yet because as soon as you get out that seat, that whole laser stops and things like that mm-hmm. and so forth and so forth. Mm-hmm. So I'm interested in seeing them put those knickknacks in game and things like that. But go to the Q&A, guys. There's two pages of the Q&A for the prospector. Um, and if you can put the link in, in for it, I try to put a link in. One of them is kind of a you know a bad link, and I, I don't want people to get any malware stuff in it. But I'll, I'll definitely send it to you in just a second, um, so people can understand and at least read some things. Because I swore one of the things that I that I thought, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, but wasn't the prospector supposed to be able to mine just the general resources and not the rare resources? They went back, and, went forth. back and forth. Yeah, it went back and forth <laughs> about what was going to be mineable because. If you remember, I mean, some of it was the, I think, I don't want to say the community's fault. I would say there was assumptions. Because uh, if you remember in the earlier days, most of us thought that Quantanium was going to be some type of, I don't know if we thought it was a gas or what. We thought that uh, we would be pulling it using the Starfare. And then when CIG announced that, oh, no, by the way, you have to mine Quantanium and it's a rock. People were like, a rock? What do you mean a rock? And so... All of a sudden, there was this shift from the Starfarer being the ship of anticipation to get Quantanium to the Prospector now being the ship that would be used for it. Uh, there was also at one point where there was conversations, and I don't know if this is CIG or the community chat. Those of you, I'm sure there are people out there who know way better than me. There was at one point where people were saying that the Prospector would only be able to mine on the surface of planets and moons. That if you wanted to go out into a belt, it had to be an Orion or a Mole. And there was, it was supposed to have some limitation or something like that about the prospector. And they were saying, oh, just that's just the way it is right now. You can mine either way, but eventually you can only do one or the other. I don't know if that's true or not because I've never seen that. But um, anyway, this is where we are with this particular ship with mining. And we'll talk about the Starfarer, how that has changed over the years too. But for now, uh, CIG is obviously work toward bringing this and another ship that we're going to be talking about in a second uh, right. to that's as partnerships to work together 
Yeah. In addition, don't let's not forget about the uh, the prospect's ability to, to jettison cargo and the prospect's mm. ability to um, what it's actually designed to do. Yeah. The prospect has four. Some people call them udders, but it's possible mm -hmm. it has four of these pods that fills up with the resources, mm -hmm. and and they and they uh, they basically detach them from the ships and ships like the Argo, mm -hmm. um, uh, uh, cargo comes up there, grabs those uh, uh, those 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 saddlebags, and they run off and and, and they prosper. It keeps on mining and keeps on mining and keeps on mining. Mm -hmm. So we see that in the, in the, in the mole as well, but just to give people some light to, and there's this one section in the back that I keep forgetting what it's for. There's one section in the back that if you go underneath the the, uh, the prospector, there's a hatch, you get to open it up, something drops off almost like it hooks on to something. Mm -hmm. And I cannot remember what what the dev said that was for, but if anybody remembers, maybe chat can go ahead and, and, and put that on there. Mm -hmm. I thought that was uh, an interesting piece that a lot of people don't talk about yeah. when dealing with the prospector. You know, there was one thing that you mentioned about the Colossus, about the design on this ship that I know people have gone back and forth or asked about, and that's about whether or not the prospector at some point will be able to filter, not necessarily uh, refine, but whether or not when you're breaking up a rock, whether you can filter out the, um, what's the stuff called? The bad stuff? Uh, the bad stuff. So they said what's that. What's it called? Um, uh, the inert materials. The inert materials, right? That that would blow. Okay. There's, there's a vent system in the back, and the question was whether or not, when you're filling those bags, will you have to continually fill them and have inert and resource in it, or whether it will eventually blow out that stuff and be filtered. Um, I, I'm hoping that they will do that. That you will be able to separate inert material uh, in all of the mining ships. I know the, the, the certain ships like they just burn it off, but I'm hoping that they'll be able to allow you to sort it. Whether or not they'll add the functionality that they've talked about, like in the expanse of whether you can designate what saddlebags get what, if you want you know, gold to go in this in bag number one, maybe you want quantanium in bag number two and something else in bag number three. Uh, that'll also be interesting to see whether or not they give us that level of flexibility. Uh, Cause right. right now everything just kind of goes into, even though there are four bags on it, it just goes into big one big pot, right? I so I can partially answer that for you okay. because that's this is in the question there. The question somebody asked, is the ore filtering the same refining te uh, technique that the Orion has or just a first reduction step to the course removal of, uh, of, of a useless rock? They said the prospector will only be removing things like useless rocks. The processing uh -huh. equipment on the Orion is much more advanced. That was what, they, what their general statement was. Mm, okay. okay. So... It's going to be interesting to see how they, they, they do that. Yeah. And but remember, that was five years ago, so things change. Yeah, yeah. It, it changed, but it's still on that questionnaire. So that's the best we can follow by when it's directly on their questionnaire, you know? But, yeah. Wander, thank you for the, the response to that about the prospector. He says, yeah, it is supposed to be able to discharge the inert material. My understanding, you know, Wander, was that those extra bags, it would always come with one extra set of bags. So one bag was compressed because they're like saddlebags right it's compressed and mm -hmm. up in there and then there's the one that's already extended and when you detach those that are full the other ones come down that's what my understanding of it was so i know you're mentioning that maybe that thing in the back the colossal was talking about that that's where extra bags are there and maybe and, and you may be right those may oh, be extra bags beyond the ones that i'm talking about because it would make sense for them to be able to bring more bags because you do want the ship to be able to remain in place not have to go back and forth, right? So you may be absolutely right that that's where the extra sets are. Oh, there you go, extra sets in the trunk. Okay, cool. So that's good to know. That's that's great one, to know. Okay, yeah. one forty for the prospector, by the way, standalone. 
Mm, okay, one forty. Okay, that, oh, and that price one fifty five. One fifty five. One fifty five. It's gone up. Yeah, it yeah. went up. Yeah, yeah it's gone up. It's yeah. one forty. What, what, what the content okay. price? Okay, yeah. right, right. Let's talk about the the partnership to this, and this is the newest one that's been added to the fleet. This ship was un. I mean, we knew it was coming to a certain degree, but. It, there was also a side of us that was like, you know, we've been asking for this refining ship, and the next thing you know, CIG dropped it unexpectedly on us, and that's the Expanse. Still not happy about that name, but definitely yeah. happy about the ship. <laughs> definitely <laughs> happy about the ship. Um, well, mostly because the names quite often that CIG has picked have been in relation to what they do, such as the Prospector, right? Um, there were some other names that I saw some people put out some cool names that they suggested for it, um, but in light of that, this ship is designed to be an accompanying ship to both the Prospector and the Mole. Uh, it's able to do on-site refining, uh, remaining where the Prospector or where the Mole is working. Uh, the bags that are on it are saddlebags also, which detach, and those the bags could be then transported to a refinery or some other location while the Expanse remains out in space uh, doing its thing. Uh, a lot of good flexibility about this. We don't have any information. Weirdly enough, CIG did not put any information on this, but I will go over some of the things that they've talked about. One, uh, this has eight bags on it, which means it can handle both the prospector and the mole when it comes down to um, uh, being able to uh, hold materials. It has a tractor beam in the rear of the ship, which allows you to bring the bags up to it. You can also separate uh, your materials into various bags and if you want gold to go here and diamond to go here and conundrum to go over here, you can also designate that way. Uh, mm -hmm. There is a system inside of the ship that is operated by the pilot to control it. Uh, and there is a dynamic of not just setting it and forgetting it. There is a process when you're using this ship uh, to uh, refine materials. So just like in the prospector, you can turn your laser on and let it run, but that, you, that you're not gonna get the most efficiency and this ship is gonna be the same way. They want you to efficient, efficiently be able to operate it. And there's gonna be some skill involved in being able to get the most uh, from your resources if you're operating it uh, as a, in the refinery. Um, this ship does, there were things that people ask questions about, well, can I turn this, put, can I store this ship and it'll still be refining? No, they said, no, if you're not operating it, it's not gonna refine, your materials are just gonna be on it. Um, Anyway, I'll, I'll stop there and let me go to uh, Colossal first and then I'll go to Fast Card uh, on the uh, Expanse. Any any thoughts you might have, Colossal? Uh, no, I mean, I bought it because she was Mists and, and she had additional um, um, uh, crates and I felt that she was going to be the second tier of mining. Mm -hmm. uh, or, or you know, that's that's why I, why I purchased her for. I thought she would be good in places like Pyro. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um uh maybe for those pirate orgs who was trying to go ahead and, and lock down the system and then you're trying to figure out well how you how you're going to survive well you you'll you'll have a ship like that to go ahead and and, and take the resources that a, a prospector would not be able to generate i think this is going to uh be able to separate the gameplay from the rare versus the versus the uncommon or common i think yeah. you're looking at that those are those are general terms in the gaming world mm -hmm. but cig likes to kind of change those the names and make them unique <laughs> yeah. to what they're doing yeah so yeah. it's going to be interesting to see how they utilize the ship i would think they were using it in the same way that you see other other games do yeah fc some people when the ship came out they kind of called it a specialized ship i think even cig 
reference that a little bit, you know, because it's not like he does a whole lot of other things, doesn't have all this huge cargo space in it, blah, 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 blah. Uh, that it's almost, it's almost a niche uh, spray on jeans. Thank you for that follow. Thank you so much. Uh, that is, it, it would almost be considered a niche ship. Um, how do you feel about these ships? I mean, are they, I'm not even talking about in the sense of spending money on them, but are they ships that you think, do you think that only certain people are gonna get this? you know, uh, and, and feel satisfied with it? Or do you think that some, you know, is it is it a ship for everybody? Maybe that's what I'm trying to say. What do you think about this when it comes to the expansion? I don't think it's a ship for everybody. I think it's definitely a ship for org who want to uh, expand what they're capable of. Like if you have like a decent sized org, uh -huh. you may want to have a, a, an expanse on hand to 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 refine the ore of, um, of, of your miners and stuff like that. I don't know what size, maybe, 50 people or 20 people or something like that and so yeah i don't i definitely someone could get this as a solo and just you know went out their services to 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 whoever needs it at a time but i don't know how that's going to work out when the game actually launches yeah i i'm thinking about like i know colossal goes out one of our buddies who's been on the show before Raba. they go out together and do a lot of stuff and i think that when you have like a group of people that you know you operate well with that's when ships like this will shine, whether it's an org or whether it's just you and two or three other people that allows you to have maybe your, your one friend's in the prospector, you know what I mean? You're in mm -hmm. the expanse and maybe that third friend is the one who's willing to make the runs back and forth, you know what I mean? To drop the stuff off and you're able to divide up what you've made between the three of you or the four of you who are working. When I was playing Eve, I, I used to always play two characters. I know people played multiple characters, but I would play two characters and one of my characters would be mining. The other one would come out. Cause you remember how you would, you'd mine and you drop those barrels out in space. And then my okay. other character would come in, grab that stuff and take it into the station. And I'd be out there mining, but my other character would do the runs back and forth. And it was lucrative to do that. Uh, cause it all stayed with me. You know what I mean? <laughs> I didn't have to share. Yeah, all, I gotta, all I gotta say is, hold my beer. I had three miners and two haulers. Wow. <laughs> when, I, when, I, when I was doing that, I was able to, you know, you know those 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 belts that start to pop up sometimes, the yeah. side belts or whatever. Yeah. I would mine those in, in like two or three hours and, you know, yeah. as long as I don't get ganked by you right. know, some someone um, coming after me, yeah. uh, I, I, I was cool. Yeah. But yeah, that, that's the way I did it. I do think this is a niche thing um just like to a certain degree mining is somewhat because i think there's a certain level of patience you have to have to do this stuff it's not the exciting stuff of space you know what i mean but it is profitable and you can do well doing it if you're into the geeky side of you know doing the refining and all that stuff and transporting stuff back and forth so yeah, I did like I just to wanted a few ships that I that, that I didn't have an interest in. Oh, I had a mild interest in. Like I, I, I probably would just use station station refineries over over a over um in expanse. But it depends on how, how big a difference the, the profit margin is. Yeah, I mean, she does have once again. She does have you know six dedicated reactors. She does have sixty four SEU worth of mm -hmm. cargo space to to handle eight additional slots mm -hmm. of expanded cargo pods so mm -hmm. this if you want to stay out there longer because you know how the the uh prospector has what 32 mm -hmm. uh at least it's space for your uh cargo pod to go ahead and get gas and stuff and you're so you're done you're back in yeah this right here at least have you know 64 so yeah. you're going to be out there a little bit longer you're going to be carried a little, a little bit more a lot less than the, than the mold but you're going to carry a little bit more um 
to 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 bring back in. So mm-hmm. you're gonna make about probably two times more mm-hmm. with the fans if you think about it than the prospector. Just yeah. a little suggestion. I mean, a little bit of an upsell there, I guess. Yeah, and and let me give you this is the other thing to think about fast cart because I know that CIG talked about the fact that the people who can use the refinery or go to use the ship to refine. The other determining factor will be how far away is the nearest refinery. You know what I mean? Because if the next nearest refinery is three jumps away or four jumps away, you know, you might say, uh, I could refine this stuff here and sell it in this system. You know what I mean? Where it's profitable versus me taking the risk of taking all this raw material three, four jumps away. I got to drop it. Then I got to go back and get it. And you know, I mean, there may be a lot involved, but then again, but then again, because refinery stations quite often are the same places where cargo decks are, you may have, there may be good reason to do that, right? Cause you, once, when you refine it, you transfer it into a cargo deck to store it. So it'll all be dependent upon the gameplay of what the person wants to do. You know, I think, I think what the expense people have to ask themselves, whether or not, how long it will take them to pay, what the expense will pay itself off and, and, and yeah. during, during, the, during however long you plan to, to play the game or, or, or mine mm-hmm. or what have you. Like if you spend so much UEC or, or, or real, real money mm-hmm. uh, you and you're only gonna play like six months, it may not pay itself off. If you're gonna mm-hmm. play like a couple of years, it, it probably will. Okay. I, 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 one more thing I'd like to add about the ship, and that's because it's, it's still a lot of questions to ask. They do say or suggest that the ship is to be partnered in combination with either a prospector and or a hull A. Yeah. Just yeah. to, you know, let you guys know about at least the efficiency of what you can get out with the ship. Yeah, yeah. And according to the C, to CIG right now, it's, it's 150. I forgot what, it, I think that's still the, the, the concept price, if I'm not mistaken, but yeah, 150. 150. Yeah, it is, yeah. Goma, thank you for that. Yes, you're absolutely right. Refineries and cargo decks are separate. I guess I was what I was meaning was, instead of being out in space, if you decide you want to store it, you do want to be able to get to a station that has a cargo deck. So that might be a determining factor. You know, if you refine it and you're going to sell it right away, that's one thing. But if you want to store it, then it might be worth making that jump, three jumps back or whatever, to be able to store the stuff and be able to do it later. But thank you for correcting me because I don't want people to think they're both the same location. Okay. Just upset with this. A, a size two power plant and a size one, two size one coolers and, and a size one shield generator. That one. Okay. <laughs> All right. We're going on to our next ship here. We're pushing on through these mischiefs. We're getting there. We've only got uh, just a few more to go. Let's uh, see what we got here.
Okay, uh, let's talk a little bit about the uh, Starfarer line. It's an interesting yes. line of ships here. Uh, Colossal, yes. why don't you go ahead and give us the read on this and get us started. Can I just say, of all ships, this is the one where I just I, I beat myself up the most on <laughs> because I didn't mm. buy it when I, when I should have purchased it, and I still haven't uh, purchased it. And I'm paying for that now because this mm. ship is going to be worthwhile to get. The Starfarer base and Gemini. Starfarer differs from traditional bulk freighters in one key way. It is a dedicated fuel platform. The Starfarer is designed not only to load, store, and protect fuel stasis units. It is designed to take in space-borne gases and refine them for use without landing. And while it excels, while it excels at this, the Starfarer can also be used to ferry traditional bulk cargo pods. The listed cargo capacity is only for the dedicated cargo room and does not account for the extra, the extra space available from the bulk cargo pods. Mm -hmm. That's the base. Mm -hmm. The Gemini, the UE military uses an adapted rough and tumble Gemini variant of the Starfarer for their frontline operations, creating some cargo capacity and maneuverability for the reinforced armor, increased shielding, more powerful engines, and stronger manned turrets. The Gemini also includes an optional missile pod, which can be swapped for the fuel intake unit on either Starfire variant's nose. The listed cargo capacity is only for the dedicated cargo room and does not account for the extra space available for the bulk cargo pods. Uh, <laughs> this is... This this was. I'll, I'll let you ask the question, Greg. Because I no, got no, so many no, no, things. No, no, no. Go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. I mean, I, I, this was one of the one of the first big shifts they put it in game, right? Mm -hmm. And uh, and a lot of people, as far as design, you know, it, it, it led more to be designed uh, desired because a lot of people got lost in this ship. I I found it quite amazing. <laughs> you know, I I find it quite amazing. I did too. I because. Don't know. If more time in the ship was better for me. So it didn't matter how much time it took for me to get to the bridge. I thought it was fantastic. I was looking <laughs> everywhere um, when I got in when I got in this ship. But the Jeffrey's tubes that they have that you guys can go to, that you can venture into, um, the, uh, the the turrets that you can let's not forget the turrets. Mm -hmm. I mean, this ship is well manned, well armed. Uh, and, uh, and it's, it's just a utility ship. Mm -hmm. It really is. I, I mean, and, and now with Pyro coming in and as big and vast as this system is, I, I kick myself in the butt mm -hmm. because this ship is going to make, make a lot of money <laughs> for you. Yeah. 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 FC, um, you ever, you, you mentioned, you kind of jokingly said that you get lost in this ship still. Um, not, not a joke. No. <laughs> <laughs> What were your thoughts about it when you first went into it and you saw, cause the, the, to, to Colossal's point, this was the first really big ship we got. This thing was a hundred meters in, so, in length. And, and those of you who were around back in the day, you'll remember that when you used to spawn a Starfarer in at Port Olisar, it would crash the servers. It would, it would, or if you were someplace else in the universe, you could tell when a Starfarer was spawned into the game because the frame rates would just drop like a rock. You couldn't have multiple yeah. Starfarers in the game without the server going out. So, and, and getting out of Hurston with this shit when Hurston first came out took an hour. 
to literally get out of that. Get out of her. Never mind. So science, science, science. Yeah, yeah. This is this is one of one of the first, or maybe no, I don't want to say only, but this is one of the first server crashing steps that that came came to the game. And I'm not trying to make Colossal feel bad, but yes, this ship, the 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 base the base one was 195 US dollars. It is now. $300 and the Gemini is 340 so yeah it, it, that's quite a jump in, in price when it came to this ship this wasn't something this isn't the kind of gameplay I was interested in so I, I, I just skipped this ship but yeah it, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to the rework because this is one of the older you know next to freelance is one of the older missed ships so I, I'm looking forward to, to the rework and, and, and getting, getting a new look at the, at the, at the cockpit yeah CIG has talked about some of the things that they want to do with this ship. And if some of you all remember, this ship was originally, there was a lot of consideration given to it in relation to PVP gameplay, um, which was one of the things they were trying to create a space for people to, um, if you want to take over a ship, some form of piracy, that it would be challenging. But they've talked about that they want to re go over that again, do some redesign in the layout, I thought the ship was amazing. It is, it I, I, admittedly, it's confusing, but I'm also one of those people that when I see a confusing ship, I get in and learn it and it doesn't even bother right. me after a while. But I think that's if yeah. you go in it frequently enough, if you haven't been in it in a while, yes, you will forget where the crew quarters is or remember where the galley is or that elevator over there, where does it take you? Very easy to forget in this ship. But Colossal, you mentioned some good highlight points. They've got the engineering sections, which is a remind, remind you of the old Jeffrey's tubes that you can crawl through. You can see where there's good PVP structures set up there. There are ladders in this ship. There are rear turrets. There's a top size five turret at the top of the ship. Um, many of us uh, didn't, well, some of us knew this. Many of you knew this, uh, that the ship is designed not just for refueling, uh, even though we think of it as a refueling ship, uh, the forward tanks that you see on there with the ones that have the red at the very front, those are the refining. Two of them are for refining. Uh, the other ones are for carrying some type of load or payload. And that could be fuel. It could be water. It could be some other liquid substance that you're transporting. They also detach from the ship. Um, some of the earlier drawings of this ship actually show cargo, uh, Colossal mentioned it, there were cargo pods. Right now you see the liquid pods, they're cylindrical or circular. The cargo pods are actually square shaped and they right. could also be used underneath to attach to the ship to drop off cargo boxes of things as well. Now, whether CIG is going to do that still or not, we'll have to find out. But in some of the original schematic drawings and you can look them up if you Google, you'll see that there are square rectangular boxes that fit in the same places of where those tanks are. Um, they mentioned at the front of the ship, particularly on the Gemini version, that there's a missile port there. I think it has like six or eight missiles there. Those can be swapped out for the vent, the gas ventilation system that brings in the gas from gaseous clouds to be refined in the ship as well. Last year, or it was this year, we learned a little bit more about this ship, that it does refines more than just gaseous anomalies, gaseous, uh, gases from clouds or whatever. CIG inferred, if I'm remembering correctly, what they stated was they were talking about, they made a statement, something like people can come up with their prospector and mole and drop off materials to it to be refined. Now, how that happens, I have no idea, none. 
but they they mentioned people bringing up materials from the prospector and mold to the star fair to be refined the interior of the ship I, you know one of the things you guys know it has a huge cargo area now whether or not the cargo the saddlebags would be brought into those areas via a tractor beam whether there's an area to load we i haven't seen it but maybe part of the rework will reflect what that will be like but as fast card said this is one of the earlier missed ships we know that there is a rework a rework coming up for it and it's something for us to look forward to okay yeah and, and this and this ship was released so early on in development that a lot of people thought that, that the interior of this ship the interior of this ship would serve as a good fps map this yes. is before you know strumming and, and everything like that and yes. i think there are some videos of people doing just that yep. so yeah this is, uh, people getting a lot of gameplay out, out of this ship yep and, we, and i talked about that at the beginning about the pvp aspects of what they wanted people to be able to do they wanted it to be challenging if you tried to take over this ship with a lot of nooks and crannies and areas to go this ship is also one of the first ships we got that had a gravity well to it um, it hasn't is, been operating, but there is a gravity well here. There is a reactor in this ship for engineering. Uh, the ship accommodates, I think it's like eight, is it six or eight? I forget. Uh, but it's a, it is a crude ship, a uh, very large ship. It's got a huge galley in it. Uh, it has airlocks in it, which have not been functioning, but there are doors there. When you go out to that deck where the catwalk is, that's an actual airlock there. It has chambers for putting on environmental suits in it in the front and in the in that area where the um, catwalk is. Um, so there's a lot minimum, to this ship. Mm -hmm. Minimum crew is four, max crew is six. Six, okay, six beds, okay. Uh, with the captain, it's, it's six, five, seven. six, seven. Yeah, seven, seven, <clears throat> eight all together, yeah. So, and it is a formidable ship. I used to always hear people say things like, oh, I can't wait to see a star for a second blow it up because they're thinking it's got fuel uh -huh. on it. But if it's got water, you won't get a big explosion because you never know what it's got on it. But uh, I don't think, as Colossal said, uh, I think this ship is going to be fairly well protected and armored. I think it's going to take a lot to take it down. You don't judge it by the way it is right now because, as you mentioned, Colossal earlier, Misk is known for their hull and the defenses of their hull. So, um, you know, whether or not people will pick on these ships or not, eh, I don't know. I mean, I think in the beginning, of course, there's always going to be the people who just want to see it happen. But at the same time, if you're role playing and, mm -hmm. and stuff like that, it, it is stupid to take the ship That's down. What I was you know say. what the ship mm -hmm. yeah. is out there to do. The yeah. ship is out there to go ahead and make money and haul, haul goods and refuel and refine. Mm -hmm. If you see one of these ships out there, you're going to want to disable it. Right. And take, take it. it. That's it. That's a better <laughs> job. Right. I, I mean, you're it, 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 we're talking about logistical purposes, or we're talking about, you know, role playing, even with pirating and grieving. I think it would be a grievance if you went out there to just to blow up the ship. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You just wasted your time and you wasted your effort and possible funds coming in there. Yeah. It's and, ridiculous. And be yeah. careful. The size five on this ship, I've seen them pop ships with this thing with a good gunner. So, um, and, you know, these ships will be. I think these ships are going to be frequently seen so much that it's not going to be like that target, you know, that bullseye thing, because it's not like they're uh -huh. going to be that rare. I think that people will be using them, whether it's to transport stuff from one location to another, to a moon, whether it's doing a, a mission on some moon where you have to deliver some type of liquid items. Bring that scorch. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm just saying, I think it's going to be commonplace. You know what I mean? It, it's, it, you know, space is still a big place. And I know people always talk about escorts and all this stuff, but 
I don't fly the traffic lanes when I got valuable stuff with me. So it's going to be real hard for you to find me most of the time. If you find me, good luck. That's kind of how I feel about it. But if I've got a mission on some moon out in some other system somewhere, you know, we, I think a lot of it is where our brains are trained because of Eve. Because, you know, in Eve, the gates are only a certain size. Right. Yeah. Man, a wormhole ain't a gate. You know what I'm saying? The thing is huge. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's not the same thing. So we'll have to see. Don't get me wrong. I know it's going to be challenging. I'm not saying it's going to be a breeze, a walk in the park. I'm not saying that. But I also think that the more common ships are in the verse, the less there's this attitude of taking it as a target. You know what I mean? Because you just see them all the time. And is it going to be worth firing off all my stuff and wasting my time? Or like Colossal said, is it more profitable to say, hey, let's hijack this thing and get it? You know, maybe that's the better Griffin, thing. Griffin, all I got to say is I hope that CIG doesn't introduce just, uh, quantum disruptors, like warp disruptors. Warp disruptors, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> kinda, they kind of already have the bubbles, with the Mantis. Yeah, the Mantis has it with the bubbles. Yeah, they got the dampener, yeah. Okay. But, um, but ahead, in addition to that, Griff, mm -hmm. don't forget you can in game, guys. Um, ever since they did the, they brought in the refining, uh, the um, refueling station. Uh, uh, if you played that uh, game feature, it is fantastic. Mm -hmm. the, the first time that we've seen an actual MFD HUD on a ship, or, uh, other than sitting there flat and piloting, mm -hmm. you can actually go and 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 actually you know play with the hud and 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 move fuel from one um uh one container unit to the other one and 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 refine ships they do have the gameplay in game now where you can purchase uh different um uh what you call it, that that little pipe that that's that goes out to refuel oh, yeah, ships yeah yeah the fueling thing and guess yeah. what you got to know what you're doing yeah you, you, yeah you can you can jack up fueling a ship if you don't know what you're Again. doing on the star fair you know, yes. both the receiver and and the giver. Yes, yes, yes. I mean, I did role playing out there. By the way, you know, everybody should you know introduce themselves to Mister Nimbus. He's a fantastic guy and <laughs> and in, in the verse. But uh, but it, you know, it, it's just the fact that you can go out there and and damage your equipment. Yeah, see it getting damaged. You have to go out and you can no longer. You have to go out and and buy another piece. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, you can't just go out and sit down and get it repaired. You got to go out and buy another piece. Uh, those features in game, and I, I, I'm 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 upset. This ship is a fantastic ship. And for those of you who've um, never done it before, state. Colossal, what does it cost to fill this thing up? Do you remember what the numbers are? Oh, oh my goodness! It's expensive. Uh, I, it's like six hundred thousand, isn't it? With quantum, yeah, it was about six hundred, seven hundred thousand to fill up uh, <laughs> to fill up the ship with all of all the pods. <laughs> um uh you know at the time when it first came out right. so it's gonna, it's gonna cost you more than almost half a meal guys so <laughs> and that's if you do a quantanium right yeah most people mix it up they'll do some hydrogen and some quantanium but my yeah. point is you got to have an initial investment to fill this ship up to take it out you've got to have some cash already in hand uh to make money back it takes money to make money right so that's what's yeah, gonna right. happen with this ship price gouge if you want to i will blow up that ship <laughs> <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh God, that's hilarious. Okay, uh, let's move on here. We're just about getting there. Uh, we'll talk about the whole series. Um, as you guys know, there's a whole A, B, C, D, and E. We just got the whole E within this last year, and people were really excited about it. The whole has been okay. a, been a, a sleepy sleeper series of ships for a long time people knew about them but they really didn't care about them uh so let's read some descriptions on these and we'll talk about them and then we'll uh, have a little back and forth uh the hull a the smallest most affordable hull the hull a is great for those just striking out in the galaxy on their own 
The whole A is most similar to the Aurora and Mustang, but lacks the jack of all trades nature. Where the others <clears throat> trade cargo capacity for firepower and speed, the whole A is 100% on mission transport. Additionally, the whole A and B are often used as station to orbit ferries. Okay, station to orbit ferries. Hell Wolf plays. Thank you so much for that follow and welcome. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, Hull B. The Hull B is more is a more rugged option, most often compared to Miss Own Freelancer. But where the Freelancer is equipped for long-range exploration and other roles, the Hull B is a pure cargo transport. The Hull B is often used as corporate as as corporate support ships, and is and is not uncommon to spot several in different liveries during a single flight uh cleaner afk thank you also for that follow appreciate that all right hull c often called the most common ship in the galaxy the hull c is the most produced of the range and is considered by many to be the most versatile intended to hit the sweet spot between the smaller single person transports and the massive super freighters that make up the rest of the range the Hull C offers the expansive modularity of the larger ships while still retaining a modicum of the maneuverability allowed the low end of the range. Hull D. This kicks off the larger end of the spectrum with a massive ship built around a rugged frame. The Hull D is affordable enough to be operated by mid-sized organizations and companies. The Hull D are often used as flagships for mercantile operations, but their bulk means that they should be operated with escort fighters while not in safe space. UEE military uses modified Hull D as part of their supply chain, arming and refueling the soldiers on the front line. And last but not least, the Hull E. Move my little thingy down here so I can read this. There we go. Um, the largest specialized freighter available on the market today, the Hull E is generally owned by major corporations and operated with a high degree of planning. The lack of maneuverability inherent in such a large ship means that anyone planning to operate them should be careful about equipping turrets and providing escort. Their potential load and modularity is unparalleled. However, no other ship allows so much room to store goods or to modify toward another role. Okay, so these are the uh, the whole series ships. Uh, let's go back to start with the whole A here. Uh, fast cart. Uh, any thoughts about the whole A? Uh, it was one of my first uh, LTI tokens. No, uh, it, I think it's a, it's a great ship. I think compared to the whole B, um, it's, it, it was $30 more, but now it's $50 more. But I think the whole B is a better buy and better use, but it, the whole A is probably faster and more maneuverable. So it depends on what you're hauling and what you're trying to, um, get, how fast you want to, want to haul it. Yeah. Each ship, uh, by the way, these ships did increase in price. The whole A, if I'm remembering correctly, was $60, and the yeah. whole B was no, $90, and, that, and then they yeah. jumped up in price. Yeah. Yeah, they dumped up a lot. Like that, now the whole A is ninety, and the whole B is one forty. So mm. yeah, 
But yeah, it's, it's so you gotta get on these things early. Or I can just get them in, in game. Cause all mm -hmm. of this stuff will be, you know, no USD, no real money. You can get everything in game if you choose to. You just won't have LTI or whatever, mm -hmm. other mm -hmm. um, poster or whatever thing that they come with. Mm -hmm. But yeah, um, I do have a hobby, but I don't have that whole A anymore. Mm -hmm. um, I, I use it to, to as an LTI token. Okay. Colossal, let me ask you a question, because um, I know you're a big whole, you've been following the whole MISC line, both the design and, and how it got started, and you've been through all the variants and seen what it looked like. I remember before I said I wasn't that impressed with the freaking hull design. When I saw this thing, I felt CIG hit it on the mark as far as design. They streamlined it, the accents, the black, the silver, the chrome, everything seemed to be in the right place. And I hate to say it, because I don't like to necessarily like think about ships from a coolness standpoint, but dude, when the arms on this ship opened up and the sound effects came on, I was like, yeah, they they hit this on the mark. What did you think uh -huh. about how they turned the whole A as far as its evolution into this new streamlined look for, for the whole series? Uh-oh, we lost them. Your, your mic uh, no, you didn't. No, you didn't. My mic was muted. I'm okay, sorry. Uh -huh. Yeah, I completely agree with you. When, when we saw the first, it's part of the reason why I didn't get it in the first place, because mm -hmm. I was not happy with uh some of the you know especially the exterior designs of the ship mm -hmm. and they kind of you know brought in a little bit more angles mm -hmm. um um with the exterior they definitely when they i know when you say hey colossal look at this and we saw the rework with the whole a we saw the bridge area and then we knew where they were finally going to go with hopefully they were going to use that type of model for mm -hmm. the rest of the misks um, and we saw that with the Odyssey. Then we saw it with the Expanse. Mm -hmm. So you, you you see a lot of these these new features now. It's like Miss 2.0 mm -hmm. mm -hmm. that we see now. Um, wow, the 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 rework as far as the VFX mm -hmm. with the um, the cargo area. Mm -hmm. We finally get to see that, mm -hmm. and uh, and it's working in game. I mean, kudos to CIG because that was one of the biggest problems, mm -hmm. and, and 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 for the reason for the whole series not to be out for a long time was because they had to fix that type of mechanic and get that in, along with other things like server meshing and things like that, and so forth and so forth. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, the miss to me is is the barrier breaker of all ships. Mm. Um, it's probably the most complicated. Mm -hmm of the ships that are out there right now, the ships that are out there are currently not out there because it's so complicated in terms of design and what it's, what it's supposed to do. Yeah. Um, and uh, so that's part of the reason why I love the what the miss ships. Yeah. Um, she, she just has a lot of features in it. I, I love what they did, especially the interior. You go in there, you yeah. got your bed. Yeah. Uh, in, in there, you have other functionalities. You <laughs> have bathroom. Uh, nice. <laughs> bathrooms in, internal, and this is what Miss does that other other people, other ships don't do. But Miss has internal components. Okay, yeah. so you can fix those in, internally and things like that. So I thought, uh, I thought you were going to talk about an internal bathroom because those drink ships, the toilets sitting out in the open yeah. area. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not even going. I'm not going to get up and drink fans of the satisfaction of, know, of the internal bathroom. You, you did touch on something colossal. I think that people might miss about this ship because people kept asking, "What's taking so long for the whole series? The whole seat? Blah blah blah." You know, we saw it years ago, but this cargo grid thing is no small task when it comes to design. You know, I think, you know, as gamers, sometimes we get used to, you guys know how it is like when you play a game, 
you see the houses off in the distance and you just know that it's just a graphic, right? You can't actually go there, right? And so now we're getting games where now it's like, if you see it, you can go there. I think that people didn't realize that these cargo grids are designed that what you see is literally there. It's not like a clump of boxes that's one big animation. Those are all individual boxes, all attached to the grid that can be affected. So if for some example, and I'm assuming this, cause it would make sense if, if, if I'm wrong, CIG, please forgive me. But I know that the cargo grid was one of the things they were dealing with. And you guys remember back in the day when we had to deal with the cargo grids and ships, remember the stuff would fly around and bump around and all this other stuff, right? Yeah, it go crazy. These things are animated and each of those boxes has a grid. And the reason why we know that is because later on, when we have ships like Colossal said, whether it's by hand tractor beam or using the mule or whether it's using um, the Argo ships, you're gonna be able to attach those boxes individually, pull them off individually. And I would assume that if there's a power failure or a grid failure, you could lose your cargo. You can also detach your cargo if necessary, if you're under attack. That's no small thing to create for these ships, let alone, I mean, I, I forget how many, I think there's six, 32 of these, if I'm not mistaken, on the hull A. When you start getting into the hull C, the hull D and hull E, where there are hundreds of those boxes attached, that's not gonna be a small thing. So, I mean, technologically, it's a pretty big feat to be able to create this. And it's so easy for us to look at it and not think there's very much there, but I'm guarantee you for those grids to be operating the way they are. And I love the way those the animation is on this thing. Colossal, when the wings fold mm -hmm. in and stuff. Oh my God, it is so cool. It is so cool on this ship. So yeah, I was, I was yeah. expected to that right, right from the start from the concept. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, that's how it's going to work. That's so cool. Yeah. I mean, that's really, that's really one um, one instance where it's really cool is, is actually really cool. Mm -hmm. uh, also, uh, for the whole A that we're talking about, this is one of the, one of the few hulls that, that can actually land for, for fully for, fully loaded. Yep. So yeah, the, yep. the whole B can too. Yep, this no, not fully, but yeah. Yeah, yeah loaded, yeah. Joel Tron and Riot Breath, thank you all so much for the follow. Appreciate you guys joining us tonight. Thank you, thank you, thank you. All right, let's move on here. I know we just talked about the combination of the whole A and the whole B. And, and Fast Card, I do think that this, Chris, yeah, go ahead. Can I give you one more one more thing, yeah. I guess? I, just just for, I guess, some technical details. Sure. And and this may be, oh, because I'm just reading this from the website, the Ship Matrix. Mm -hmm. uh, in terms of uh, cargo capacity, 64, mm -hmm. okay? The B cargo capacity 384. Mm -hmm. The whole C cargo capacity 4608. Mm -hmm. The whole e, cargo capacity 20,736. Yeah. And then of course the whole E, which I did not get, though y'all y'all org folks, <laughs> 98,304. So just to give you a little bit of a perspective in terms of how much cargo, and we see that at least 64 units of it on a whole day right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And also, if you, if you want okay. to support the development of, of, of Star Citizen and uh, Squadron 42, uh, the whole is 90, the whole B is 140 US dollars. The uh, whole C is 350. It used to be 200 when it first came out. Mm -hmm. uh, the whole D is 4, 450. I want to say that's 300 or 350 when it first came out. Mm -hmm. And the whole E is now seven, $750. <laughs> That's a big increase in price. Yeah. You got, I got the whole C what is it? Yeah, really, really. I got my I got mine in the $200 yeah, mug yeah. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um it's it's you know, 
this is the companionship to the whole a fast cart you mentioned it that this ship also can go down to atmosphere she uses a ferry moving these boxes back and forth uh from an orbital station or from orbit down to a planet's surface i'm assuming that um that bottom tier because this one has four arms on it i'm going to assume that, that bottom tier uh probably wouldn't be in use if you wanted to ferry something down so that you could land uh, but we've never seen really a good visual of, of what it we've seen it on the ground with no cargo on it but we haven't seen it on the right. ground with cargo um but again i think these are good entry level this ship is a little i forget was the scu on this one again colossal on the one? b the b because uh, it's got a decent boy, amount it on it uh yep 384 384 right. 384 yeah that's a lot um you're talking about what just about half of that's... what a whole seat what, what i mean half of what a uh um what's the thing called the crusader ship it's about hercules hercules it's like half of what a hercules yeah. carries right yeah it's i mean it's more than uh it's more than the max right yes yeah, so oh, yeah. yeah. and, it's, and, it's, and it's more than the msr yeah <laughs> yeah yeah um <laughs> I want to. I want to remember be... that, that, that uh, mm -hmm. all that stuff is, is the outside. It's not. It's not internal. Well, so that, that's the difference. And that's what I was going to talk about too, because one of the things that people used to always say about these ships was that they were vulnerable. And I've always felt kind of contrary to that. Don't get me wrong. I think it's vulnerable because people say, "Oh, I can see what you have," per se. Um, but I don't know how vulnerable these ships are. They are fairly well armored as colossal mentioned earlier they have weapons weapons on them uh the question is if somebody's going to steal stuff from you what is it going to take to steal it um they had to board it and 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 steal the ship they had to steal the ship right to... exactly yeah. right you know um i know that our good friend grim when he did his video of drake he had a, a cutlass black fly up to this whole sea and it used its tractor beams and snatched one of the boxes off. And I know that that was just him doing that for a cinematic sake. Um, not saying that it can't happen. Maybe it can, I don't know. But I've just always felt like, you know how many people you'd have to bring to try to take that stuff off that ship? I mean, it, it, it's just, <laughs> right. it, it wouldn't right. make sense. And plus Griff, uh, a, a lot of the ships, especially the Prospector has one. I don't know about the whole A. I think the whole A has it too. They have dis disruptor can cannons of disruptor guns yes. on them. And disruptor guns are designed to overheat certain systems, guys. It's designed to do exactly what the word means, disrupt certain mm -hmm. systems, overheat them so you can temporarily be disabled for them to do what? Get away. Get the hell up on out of there. Right. So right. that's the whole point of those ships to have that. So when they tweak that, I, I know they tweak the disruptors because everybody at one point had in the gladius. Hello, I did, you know, at one point. But, you know, but when they tweak it again and when they tweak it and when they put in the armor in there for the holes and for, for MISC, uh, 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 going up against MISC, you might want to think twice when you're going up against a ship that has a direct shot at you and shoot those disruptors at you so they can get out. You're going to be running around here looking like a, uh, I'm sorry, I, I, it hurts me to say this. Uh, um, uh, an Imperial Star Destroyer when it gets hit by those ion cannons for, when, when they when they hit you with it, and they're gonna go, go ahead and bounce out and leave. Yeah, yeah. So be mindful of that. Watch out when you go against a whole ship yeah. fully armed with disruptors. Yeah, I want to go something that Riot Rev talks about because this has come up in relation to these ships too. He says it'll be worth noting that the BMM will be very good for cargo hauling planet side with two thousand eight hundred and eighty S S uh, SCU, and I agree it it will be. The question becomes, what does it take to get a Banu merchantman in and out of atmosphere 
and whether or not it's worth it. That becomes the question because the BMM, don't get me wrong, everybody can use the ships for what they want to, but I'm gonna go by what CIG designates these ships for. And, and GoMob was really good about pointing this out. He says the big difference between trading and doing freight. There's a big All difference. Right. When we talk about these hull ships, we're doing freight. This is the freight train. It is not, don't get me wrong. If you want to sell off of this sucker, have at it hoss, no problem. But it's designed for freight. This is where you're taking commission jobs. Maybe there's a, 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 a job that you take at the, uh, the, what's it called? I was going to say the ink well, the job well. <laughs> and maybe there's something that says we need 78,000 SCU going to a base or going to a homestead where there is a famine going on. I'm not selling this stuff. I'm going there, loading this stuff up at the cargo deck. Somebody's getting their Argos and the NPCs, whoever's loading up my hull sea, and I'm taking it there, delivering it at an orbital station, if it's a hull C, D, or E, delivering it there, and I'm getting paid. That's the deal. Uh, what you're moving in ships like this is more than likely most of the time i shouldn't say that a lot of the time not your stuff it's somebody else's stuff it's a job you're taking on it's commerce moving back and forth can you move your own stuff absolutely if you've been mining and you've been putting stuff in the cargo decks and building it up because like you're keeping an eye on that in nick's um conundrum is going to sell for 10 times of what it's selling in stanton and you want to load up a bunch of these cargo containers and put them on your hull B or your hull C and move that stuff because it's yours because you're taking it there. That's fine. But I, but again, the hull C, D, and E are designed to move in space. They don't go down to planetary surfaces, but they carry a tremendous amount of material. And as we mentioned in the description, the hull C is the most seen ship <clears throat> for commerce. You're going to see this ship run by NPCs and by players because that's what it does. There are gonna be plenty of missions to, for people who wanna do cargo freight to make their profit and make their money, uh, where the whole A and B will be the ones that you'll see ferrying from an orbital station down to a planetary surface most of the time. FC? Yeah, I just wanna say you, you just mentioned the whole ship, the whole sea is supposed to be the most common ship. I, can you just imagine the common the service strain if those ships are all physicalized somehow? I know it's mostly going to be quanter, doing back and forth on that stuff. Yeah. But I want to see a, 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 a sky filled, filled with a I, I, I want to see that. Well, I don't know if you're going to see a sky full of them, but to your point, the physicalization of all these items, you know, just having that many items on a ship, you know, that are... You know, we always talk about a box within a box within a box within a box, right? Yeah, I mean, right. how many boxes are on this freaking thing? You know, Colossal's talking about 96,000 SCU. You know, and if you remember, CIG talked about how there won't be individual items inside of a box. Like if a box is 100, it won't be 100 items, but it will represent 100 items. But at some point, it will be able to, you know, if you need something out of a box, it's there. I don't know how they're going to do it. That's the magic that they figure out and, and they do. And also, as you mentioned, so that performance in the game remains pretty constant. I, it, it's mind blowing to me personally, but that's just, that's right. You know, all right, let's go to this next one here. Let's talk about these. We don't have any uh, representations of these because CIG has not gone there yet, but the whole D, what's the numbers on this one again, Colossal for the whole D as far as SCU? So the whole D as far as SCU is 20,736. So we're talking about the equivalent of 
20,000? That's like 40. Yeah, there is no equivalent. That's, that's like 40, 40 M2s. Uh, yeah, 40s M2s. Okay. 40 M2s worth of, of cargo that you'd be around. Yeah, that's a lot of information. And they mentioned in the description about this being for a medium sized org. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I think I think some some people are excited about this ship because some people, I mean, uh, it, it's just a it's it's a company ship. Mm -hmm. um, but a lot of people also um, believe that you know it it, it talks about it uh, being in service for the UEE military. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm not trying to theory craft, but I'm not going to hold my hopes up high mm -hmm. that this ship uh, becomes available as far as a military variant for this ship well look at because that gun only, in the only the UBE military does that i don't know if they're going to develop a variant for us to have in, the, in this game with that also look at the gun in the back of that thing mm -hmm. that's no small gun i don't mm -hmm. know what the heck that is but that ain't no size five you know you're looking at uh you're looking at <laughs> you're looking at three side you, you're looking at what is what do they call it here a tbd to be determined oh, weapon, it, it, <laughs> to be determined. unbelievable yeah, they don't know they don't even know Okay. <laughs> okay. They don't list no size or nothing. They just say three. Yeah. All I know <laughs> is that that's a big gun because I know how big those whole ships are, and and the scale of yeah. that gun is big. I don't know what the heck that is. <laughs> okay. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Uh, have but, to raise it because it's gonna hit that engine. Yeah, and they do. But, mention, you know what? Hmm? I, 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 I think when it comes to the whole D and the whole E, I think people are gonna live on those ships. I don't think they're gonna like wear about a hangar. They're just gonna spend all their time going back and forth, hauling freight. That, 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 what? No, you're right. No, you, you might be so? right. No, yeah. no, I'm saying yeah. you might be right. This is, okay. It's big enough to do it. Absolutely. No question about yeah, it. People are just gonna live on that ship. Yeah. Well, that's what I would think. I mean, I, but I would think the interior would be quite uh, nice. busy. Or quite, um, I mean, it looks nice. Mischief looks nice interior-wise, but I believe there's some pictures as far as internally. Yeah, was. they show some visuals of it. it looks good. There, it's like it's, it's angly, you mm -hmm. know. It, it, I mean, it's the whole edge and the thing to go by. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, no, I mean, not that part of the section. I'm talking about the middle part of the section where you walk through the tunnel. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right. When you get to the tunnel, so I would think that's a little bit more industrious, like kind of mm -hmm. kind of dangerous, like in, in those areas, I believe. Um, but you know, it, we'll see. I, I, I believe there are some pictures dealing with the or video dealing with the whole sea, so check mm -hmm, that out because mm -hmm. there's some it's huge. A whole sea is a huge ship, it is a gigantic ship. And last but not least, we won't even talk about this thing. Um, <laughs> when you got a freaking billboard on the side of you, you know, this it's big. Um, one of the things that was interesting about the ship, now, Colossal, you and I talked about this in the past before that a lot of people don't know is that these ships are considered to be they, they're not considered, they are they're modular that you can right. mount weapons turrets on these things and a whole lot of other stuff to them. Uh, they're, they're, and they even mentioned that in the description. These ships are, um, sure, they can carry a lot of material, but they also can be very well defended. And I'm really curious as to what happens with the crew complement on when you get to the D&E. What are the numbers for crew complement? Do you guys have that nearby? For the, yes, it's um, for the whole D. Sweet. Yeah, it's maximum five, minimum three, mm -hmm. but a whole E is minimum four or maximum five. Maximum five, okay, all right. So it'll be interesting to see um, with all the turrets being manned, I don't know what all the stations are on this thing. I love the one thing about that, that whole C video, they actually record the whole C. It's like a little trailer they did, whereas if somebody's trying to board the ship and all the people get their guns and they line up in the hallways and get prepared for somebody boarding them. 
Um, but it, the, these ships are gigantic. I think the whole the whole E is just as big. It's one of the biggest ships in the game, if I'm remembering correctly. Three hundred and seventy-two meters long, there you and one hundred four meters uh, as far as the beam and height. One hundred four. Yeah. So I mean, mass is one point six million. Jesus. That is a and that's capital or no? Uh, this is a capital cap. ship. That's cap. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. a cap. Yeah, it's a yeah. capital. Yeah, it's a capital. Wow. Oh, the whole whole deal is capital too. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Capital yeah both of those fall in the capital class. <laughs> yeah. Okay. All right. Last but not least, we're wrapping my taste. I'll be broke. <laughs> <laughs> last but not least, uh, we got two more ships to go here. I, oh, you know what? I didn't put the last ship. Oh, yes, I did. Okay. Uh, this one. This one cries caused quite a stir. Uh, fast card. I think this is on you, right? The Odyssey. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm not bitter at all about this ship, not at all. Good. The Odyssey surveys distant frontiers and explores the furthest reaches of, the fa of space with the Miss Odyssey, the most advanced and complete exploration ship available to, to civilians. Designed to be supremely self-sufficient, the Odyssey comes with an onboard refinery with built-in mining tech, Expensive capacity for supplies and a hangar capable of housing a small ship, along with a comprehensive, comfortable accommodation for a crew of six. Discover a new life among the stars only with only from this. That is the character, everybody. Mm -hmm. Okay, so <clears throat> what are your sentiments about this ship, Fast Card? The Odyssey this is the second to the newest baby from us, uh, CIG. You know how you were with the 600i. You said you saw the commercial, you immediately. Went to buy because mm -hmm. that, that was just ship. Right. I I wouldn't say that I immediately bought this, but it, was, it took me about an hour. It's like okay, I, I I can I can put this along with my endeavor, and you know I can feel my endeavor and 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 and, and feel this at the same time. It was not meant to be. I I I, I melted it, and yeah, <laughs> it, 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 it was. I, I wouldn't say it was um. False hype, but there was hype on, 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 on my end. I um I got it before all the details were out because I thought they would, you know. So the description said you can um you can um refine fuel on it. So I I I I didn't know it was only going to be one thing. I didn't know it was only going to be um for the ship only. You couldn't give it to other ships. Hmm. Okay. Okay. Colossal. What about you? I was so disappointed with the term <laughs> adults because there was so many adults that was misinterpreting misreading <sighs> and 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 misdiagnosing what the ship could do uh -huh. literally came out and said ah oh, they didn't say this so it's got to do that because they didn't say it so they overlaid what they wanted the ship to be right correct and we had that conversation I, I, even I even in test we had this conversation i love test squads and best squad but good lord the conversations we had in there about this ship was ridiculous uh -huh. and griffin and i <laughs> tried to calm down the whole dynamics like listen the quick q and a's I, I, we don't think it's going to be used for the and of course the dude that went up there one of the devs went up there and, and he said carrot killer he said that intentionally mm. he did he did he 
he he even said that he did not meant for it to be, be the carrot killer. It's not going to be a character. It's, it has other fe- other functions in it that makes it completely different than what it's designed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so expanded on that. He he meant he meant it for him for himself as a de- as a person, not as a CID thing. He mm-hmm. said for himself, it is a character. That's what he okay. right. And it, it, in other words, I got it because I'm a Misk lover and I love Misk, and I, I I love what this ship is going to be able to do. The ship is going to be a, this. We'll talk more about in terms of the difference between the Carrick and this ship. I'm quite sure we say that for another show, mm-hmm. but um, but this ship, based off of what it's supposed to be, what it's supposed to do, also with the capabilities of having a small ship, with the capabilities of having other people come up in there and and land and 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 you selling things to them, um, in 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 places like a pyro. Uh, I think it's a win-win for the ship. Uh, a lot of people did sell a ship. We we, we took it, it, it. I didn't buy it right away. We talked about mm-hmm. it. I talked to several people about it. I talked to Griff about it. And it took me probably, uh, I would say, about six, seven hours before I purchased the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I haven't sold it back. I'm going to keep it because I love my Miss ships, and I like what Miss does, and I like what the ship is all about. So yeah. I think it's a bad deal if you get rid of it. Yeah, let, let me say this about this uh, oh. ship in particular. Uh this ship and the next ship we're going to talk about the endeavor um i think we all have to be careful because the idea of exploration is intriguing to everybody but cig has not completely outlined what exploration is you know and i think that our own experiences from watching movies and tv and everything else and our own desires for what we want to see exploration to become or be, we have to be careful that it doesn't, you know, uh, if, if it doesn't match up to what CIG produces, we may be setting ourselves up for disappointment. We talked about this when we did the Endeavor show a little while ago. We talked about the fact that, does anybody really know what the science profession will be in Star Citizen? Do we know what it means to be an explorer? You know, we, we don't know. We, we looked at the carrot commercial and saw a guy climbing a rope down into a cave. We saw a few things, but we don't know exactly what it is. But what we do know is that they want to create careers that allow us to practice science, medicine, and exploration. And we have to remain open to that. So we this is what we do know. And you, since you brought up the carrot colossal, we do know that the carrot has cartography, has a cartography room. We know that it has a drone room. We've seen them talk about how you'll be able to send drones out and to be able to chart aspects of space. So we know that those things have been put into the ship, even though the drones aren't there, even though the cartography isn't running, we do know they have designated areas for that. When we saw this ship, they kind of told us that there were gonna be certain designated areas, but that it was gonna be focused around the areas of exploration and science. And we just have to give them some latitude. Now, believe it or not, it wasn't that they necessarily fooled us. Because the Durr is an exploration ship. The Connie, what's it called? The, um, what's the Connie? Aquila. Aquila is an exploration ship. None of those ships have anything in them that tells you what exploration is. None of them do. The commercial, it had that little, remember the little radar thing at the top came out and that was it. There was some panels on the side, but when you go on the ship, them panels ain't there. So. We have to wait and see what CIG is going to create that fills this niche of science, exploration, and all that other good stuff. It's coming, but be careful not to read too much of what we think it will be into these ships. I'm not saying that it's going to be a disappointment. 
CIG has delivered in many areas beyond our expectations and some things. So I'm just excited about what they could be. Um, but right now, all we saw was a pretty ship and we heard exploration and it was something other than a Carrick. And some people did a lot of melting after the Q&A came yeah. out on this ship. <laughs> I didn't melt. Colossal didn't melt. Best cart melted. So, you know, just keep an open mind to where CIG is going to go when it comes down to this area of exploration. We do know that they said some things will be just a matter of preference. Some people will prefer the mist to do things over the uh, dirt, or they'll prefer yeah. the, the Aquila over the Carrick because of what they want to do. But they also are making these ships that are, they are distinctive and they have their own kind of coolness to them about what they'll do too. So I'm feeling very positive about this ship. I'm still mad that my sin won't fit in it. But other than that, I'm I'm actually very excited but about this ship. Tried to add no, like no, 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 no ghetto flying in my ships, brother. Uh, that's not going to happen. Okay. Um, Can I, I say one yeah, thing sure. about, the, about the Odyssey is that, sure. that we, 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 we come full circle. We started up, we started the show with um Jack McCleary mm -hmm. uh, to talk about the Reliance, and and last week uh, Citizen uh, I. IE um, Jack Jack McCleary took the Odyssey out, and, and we don't know exactly where he went. But I mean, all the um, guests are that he went to Cairo. So yeah, yeah, did does a pretty good job of of um, marketing um, this. Mm -hmm. Right, and and and, and they're just trying to figure out some things. Just a little bit of clarification: the Odyssey is an expedition, along with the Carrick. The Pisces is an exploration. That's going to be interesting to see and see how mm -hmm. they really expand the differences between the two but once again the odyssey does have several things on it that's quite interesting medical facility refineries mm -hmm. hangars the ships that that griffin's geon technology geon technology the ships that, that that can land on the ship that griff is really angry about are the avengers the eclipse the gladius the saber the arrow the gladiator the hawk the hornet the hurricane the terrapin the defender the mustang the buccaneer herald the prospector 100 series 300 series aurora and blade those are the ships that can land on the ship mm -hmm. okay just mm -hmm. to give you a shoot. the ships that cannot land on the, the vanguards the cutlass freelancers the reliance and the cartoon those ships cannot Land on that ship too big, and I, I think that that's to be to be decided because I I mean this ship's gonna get bigger. I'm just I'm just reading, I'm just reading that question there. Yeah, yeah. 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 It could be it, like you're right, fast card. They are subject to change. Mm -hmm. Um, but um, but as we know of right now, those that's what's going on right now. It's it's it's, it's interesting. Um, uh, you know, if you sold your ship, you know, uh, what we say in the south, bless your heart. <laughs> Well, you know what? It's still in their hangar. It's still in their hangar. You yeah, know what right. I mean? They can always go yeah. back and unmelt if it becomes what, you know, and then think about what happened with the Redeemer, right? Remember a lot of people melted them Redeemers and yeah. came back and some people went back and got them. So, you know, there's hope. I just, I just see the ship as like a, 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 a Carrick, a, um, not, not in the sense of the car, of the uh, cartography deck, mm -hmm. but the, the a prospector, a mole. Um, I, I just see it on that level in pyro. Yeah. Okay. All right. Fair enough. All right. Last but not least, we're hitting our last one. Oh boy, we're over time. Let's hit this last one here. Uh, here we go. Special thanks to our friends over at Star Jump Station. Always exciting to see their animations. 
Uh, the Endeavor base. Uh, who's got this one? Colossal, you got this, right? That would be I, because this is, to me, the dark horse of all ships. I've said this for a long time. This is the first capital ship that I purchased. The Endeavor. Uh, Musashi Industrial and Starfle Starflight Concern is proud to present the Endeavor-class research vessel, a fully modular space platform. Can I say that again? A fully modular space platform designed to be adapted for a variety of uh, scientific and medical tasks. Initially developed as a floating laboratory, the MISC Endeavor can be outfitted for everything from spatial telescope to use as a mobile hospital. Mm -hmm. So, uh, uh, Griff, pop up the questions, buddy, because this is... <laughs> okay, well... What we're seeing right now is the Endeavor base. Many of you all know that this is this is just what when you buy the Endeavor, this is what you get, right? There's no modules, anything like that. The Explorer cab that you see there separates. That way you can leave part of it in space. The other part goes down to a planetary surface and lands, or you can go fly wherever you need to fly. Very, very, uh, uh, what's the word I want to say? The modular ship. There's a lot you can do with this ship. It can be customized into many different ways. On this particular one, they have the workshop in the middle, and then the back is the new is the drive, the engine area. Okay. There's also some other configurations that they have that I'm going to show you guys real quick, and uh, then we'll come back and talk about them. Uh, this is the Discovery class. This one is the one that is for science and research. They mentioned research in the description. Colossal did again. What is research in Star Citizen? We have no idea. They have hinted to some things that we'll be able to do that the ship will be able to do from the area of manufacturing certain things or tweaking certain things, um, whether that research is, but all we know is that there's a science lab, there's a research area. Um, again, what does that mean? What will be there? What can we do? Again, we, we don't know completely all the details, but we know that CIG is going in that direction. This is the hope class. This is the same thing you saw in the trailer that we opened up with. This is the medical one. Um, there's a hangar underneath that accommodates uh, ships to be able to fly into it, cutty reds or whatever needs to come in there. That center rounded section is the hospital area. That Just to give you an idea of how large that is, it's either four or five decks high, if I'm not mistaken, Thor. It's, it's big. Um, this is a very, very large ship, but the Hope class is designed specifically in this configuration to be able to uh, obviously to provide medical services. And then last but not least, we have the Olympic class. Uh, this is one that's familiar to folks. Those of you who want to, uh, what, what I want to say, be horticulture uh, entrepreneurs, no, pharmaceutical no, no, distributors. No, no, no. Uh, this the might be- is grow, grow botanicals. Grow, that, grow botanicals, botanicals, grow botanicals. <laughs> okay. Um, but this is the hope class. One of the things here that you're seeing with these configurations, these are the ones that you can buy, the CIG will put out. I don't know if they do this now anymore, but they used to. They used to make it where you could buy the Endeavor in the certain class and it would come with the modules that you needed. Uh, but now there's also a master set and the master set includes everything, uh, including um, a, 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 telescope. A, a telescope and also a collider uh, that, that you can get as well. You can buy the pieces individually. They range in price, all of them under $100 per module, you know, from 45 to 75, mm. I think. I think they're from 45 yeah. to 75 per module. They're under 100. They don't cost they, yeah. they, they, the modules. No, the one of them is 125. I, I have to look up which one. One of the I modules? The, um, really? The, the, the super collider is 125, I want to say. Oh, boy. Okay. 
Yeah, All right. Yeah. All right. So we'll come back. Let me hit the fast card on this first thing. We'll come to Colossal on this one. Um, FC, what do you got to say about these, uh, the Endeavor class of ships? Uh, uh, people in, in chat are already saying it's going to be one of the last ships to come out uh, from, from CIG. Um, I mean, I'm interested in, in the science, but there's not much known about science. I try not to hype myself too much. I don't want to put out false information or give people um, false ideas about it. But I mean, I wonder how, how much CIG will be able to accomplish from the concept of the, of the ship. Like, like it was concept in 20, I want to say 2015. So it's been seven years, and John Koo hates the ship. That 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 that, that was put out in um, this past uh, citizen time last year. But I wonder how much uh, they accomplished from the concept like modularity and science to like reality. So it'll it, be it'll be interesting um, when um, w w when it comes out. Also, I think this is one of the ships. It's three hundred fifty dollars for the base base module. Is he? It's going to increase in price. I mean, people. I, I think that's, that, that's pretty much the popular opinion. I have a couple of Gemini, software Gemini to Endeavor CCU. That's only $10 each. And I, I would recommend if, if people are even thinking about getting this ship, uh, uh, just get one of those um, CCUs so you, you, you can lock in the 250 price. Okay. Colossal? It's one of the few ships that has three pages of question as the question and answer. <laughs> That's true. It, 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 they, did, they literally did do a part no, one, I, part I two, and part yeah. three. No, they did. I, I they just, did a part one, part yeah. two, and part three for this ship. They did. I just I just put them all on chat for you. So I, the part three just came up there just now, but part one and part two, you can scroll up and, and get it. It's there for you. Mm -hmm. um, but I, 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 whenever, I, I mean, you always get people in game that always keep talking about I want a ship that can do it all. And they ask all these questions, right? We see it in tests. They come in there. What ship is good for me? I want to do this. I want to do that. And we're like, what do you want to do? What, you know, so we know that uh, Chris Roberts is specifically intending for this game to be not only just a uh, a multiplayer game, but to be specific. Uh, he, he doesn't want one ship to be the god of all ships. This ship, and I'm just, you know, uh, role-playing here. It could, based off of what they're saying, could be that, but you do see some specific words that knock that off. Science, mm -hmm. right? It's, it's a science vessel and, mm -hmm. and medical hub and things like that. So if you're a science person uh, like me who like growing stuff or who like um, uh, maybe uh, upgrading your weapons with that collider um, or, or or you're a medical person and you're like, you know, damn it, Jim, I'm a doctor, not a whatever, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> You know, it, it, this ship is definitely for you. It could also be a mobile HQ for your fleet. Mm. I mean, we we know we keep talking about um 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 uh, 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 are there certain ships in game like the Bangle? Can we is, is the Bangle going to be in in, in Star Citizen? Mm -hmm. And they said it's going to be a couple of those that that, that the orcs can come out and fight over and things like that and so forth. Um, we, we keep talking about, uh, can we build stuff on planets? We see that with the, with, with the pioneer, right? And, but this ship right here could, you could set up this ship, multiple series of these ships to be a mobile, uh, headquarters for your fleet. One of them could have a hospital and a landing platform. The other one could have, um, uh, exactly what you see on the screen right now, biodomes and things like that. And it could be one area. You could detach this ship and ha and have just a cab. Um, go out and, and explore. It's got 500 SEU worth of cargo that people keep uh, um, um, mm -hmm. ignoring. Mm 
Mm-hmm. And and the other thing is, yes, it is limited in turrets, but just like I said, it's limited in turrets, but it is expanded in durability. Yeah. Now, and, the armor uh, on this ship, if I remember correctly, Colossal, they mentioned that this mm-hmm. ship is designed to be able to be in a meteor shower. It's it's designed to take that level of punishment. Um, so again, it's the missed call thing, right? That's that's their yeah. thing with this particular ship. Yeah, this this ship is a beast, and the potentials of this ship. I mean, this is just the concept that we see, and I know um, um, uh, Star Jump has done a very good job at trying to give us a, a an up to date visual of what the ship could be, but uh, we don't know what the concepts are, are, are as of now. We know it's going to be the last one to be pop pop in there, but this ship could completely change. Um, it's it's uh, Griff. Is it, is it going to be bigger? I believe it's going to be it's going to be a little bit bigger than what it is right yeah. now. Dude. You know, Star Jump, you know? Star Jumps, folks. Over, <laughs> you guys have get a chance to watch Star Jumps video on the Endeavor. He talks about the fact that there's certain aspects of this ship that he honestly believes will have to get larger. The hangar, in particular, because the stats yeah. that they gave on the hangar barely hold a cut one cutlass ship in them. Um, <clears throat> and so he says he thinks that it will grow it somewhat in size. It's already a big ship. When it's yeah, when, 200 it, meters according to the to the uh, back. and that's without the modules in it, right? That's without the modules, fast yeah, cart, right? Right, right, right. Yeah, when you start right. throwing, there's two sets of modules you could put on this thing. This thing can grow to over 350 meters at least, maybe closer to 400. But, so and by the way, uh, the, both the super collider and the telescope bay are, are 125, but everything else is 100 dollars and under. And something okay. Gomap says, he said that um, uh, I'm looking, gotta scroll up real quick. Sorry. Oh, he said uh, when it comes to ship, ship, ship to ship docking become a thing. Imagine creating a flotilla in in space. I, I, this past year, I bought my second Endeavor connector. That that's my that that was my idea. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna try to hopefully they 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 chain my Endeavor together and then sell everything that, that I make an offer them on, on my on my merchantman. That that that's my idea. Okay. So we'll see if that comes through come to fruition. By the way, in case anybody's wondering whether or not you can attach all the modules to this ship, you cannot. <laughs> um, you cannot yeah, put it, it, all it, it, of them it, it, on. It's three max. Yeah, three max. Right. And so there's only, it's only two sets that you can do. Right. So you it's can't. Two by one. Yes, two by two, two, right, two, by, two, two by one, two by two, but that's it. You can't You can't chain every module to make this thing no, into a it's, it's not like a character. I'm, not, I'm sorry, the caterpillar that you can just keep on, keep on expanding for how long. And you can go to yeah, the, 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 the other question is, how will you exchange modules when the game comes out? We have to go to cutting clothes every every time you're going to on a No, the, no. You, you, you you can go to a space station and and, mm-hmm. and get it changed out. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm curious to see people dock and redock with that thing when they take the front part off of it. That's what's going to be interesting to see. But uh, I hope it'll automated. be automatic. Oh, it'll be. Oh, I'm sure yeah. they'll have automated. Yeah, I'm sure they will. <laughs> Uh, but anyway, someone did put in chat, by the way, thank you for putting that in there. Uh, this ship, for if you pledge this, it's $1,100 credit, uh, $1,000 uh, US if you decide that you want it. And that includes everything. I thought it was, I thought it was um, $1,000 credit. It went up to $1,100. I didn't know that. Okay. The master class. You thought it was what? One th- you, you said, you said $1,000 credit. No, I said $1,100 oh, yeah. credit. $1,100 credit, credit yeah. $1,000 cash US. Hundred dollars. Yeah, I thought I thought it, I, I thought it went one thousand dollars max. I didn't know it went up to oh, eleven hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah, it went up. Um, the other thing too is um, the collider. If I'm, it used to be 
that you could only get the Collider if you bought the Master Set. Now, they have had times where you could buy it separate, but there was a time when the only time you could get it was if you bought the Master Set. So, yeah. uh, <laughs> and like Fastcard said, this ship will probably increase in price in time, like, like most oh, of the ships. It's, it's held yeah, at this gonna... price for a long time. Yeah, it's going to uh, jack right up there. So it's going to, uh, oof. Yeah, it's held at this price gonna... for quite a while. Okay. All right, that's it. We are going to wrap it up. We have been all over Dick's barn today. Um, there's my graphic there. Uh, and uh, man, we covered a lot of stuff in relation to MISC and the ships. Uh, you guys also shared a lot of great information in chat that assisted us quite well. We thank you all for that. Um, uh, let's see, what do we got to talk about? Anything coming up fast car? Oh, let's talk about merch, right? <laughs> <laughs> we always talk about <laughs> merchandise. We have merchandise. If you guys are interested, check out our link. Uh, we have all types of cool stuff that you guys can uh, purchase to support us. We always appreciate everything that you guys purchase and show off to your friends and family that you watch Soul Citizens. Um, and uh, you can find that in our link. I think our link is probably in there somewhere. Someone will drop it in. Uh, let's talk about what we have coming up for the next week. FC, why don't you fill them in about Thursday? Yeah, Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 1, 1 a.m. UTC Friday. Um, we have Soul Talk, where we talk about uh, what's going on that week with the Charleston community. Normally, we cover um, ISC, and sometimes we cover SCL. There won't be an S I don't think there's an SCL this week, so we'll cover what's going on in, um, com in the, the com links and sometimes Twitter, and uh, see what folks think about what's going on. So, yeah, join us on Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern, 1 a.m. UTC. Mm -hmm. Plaza, could you tell them about Soul Voices? Yeah, Saturdays is our Soul Voices uh, at 3 o'clock p.m., 2 o'clock Central. Um, you need to go and join us there because it's what we have a pod sat Saturday, which is basically uh, there are three shows. We we spearheaded off with Soul Voices, and then right after us is, I believe, Paul Shelley's uh, show, Astro Pub, and then right after him is Relay. So please come join us at Soul Voices at 3, 3 p.m. to spearhead the pod sat Saturdays. There you go. And last but not least, next Saturday, we've been giving out bad information about our shows coming up, but next Saturday's show. Next Saturday, next Sunday. Yeah, uh, next Sunday, rather. I'm sorry, next Sunday. Uh, the next Sunday show is called <laughs> Who Goes There? Who Goes There? Um, we're going to be talking about creatures in Star Citizen, but we're going to be doing a lot of theory crafting. This isn't going to be, we'll talk a little bit about what CIG has shown us, but we're going to talk about what are the things you would like to see in Star Citizen? What type of alien things would you like to run into that go bump in the night? Uh, the cast is going to be presenting ships, from, uh, uh, creatures from movies and things that they've seen and, and kind of sharing that and saying, oh, I would love to see something like this. So we're going to have a lot of fun talking about predators and other aliens and things that we could run into predators in general. Yeah. Now that picture on the screen is not a CIG picture y'all. So don't think that that's in the game. It's not, um, we're not saying that. Um, uh, I do have a trivia question though. Should I get, should we do a giveaway in a trivia question? Oh, we could. I just, sure. I just want, I just want people while you're doing that, get more creative than face huggers. So. <laughs> <laughs> you want more than you tired of aliens, the alien face huggers. Okay. I don't know. Do we have some? What can we? What can we give away? Do we have anything to give away, Fast Card? What have we got? Uh, you got anything uh, in your I have pool? a couple of mules, and and we can, we can see you to something. So you yeah, got some think, yeah. mules that we can see. You got to tell me what we're gonna see see you to. I can't say you to something. You got to tell me what we can mule. What can we? What can we go up to? Uh, let's say hole B. You got a hole B. Or really? You want to make it something? No, hole A. Hole A. Because that's in game. Okay. You got a hole A. Yeah, we can see through the hole A. You can. You sure? 
Yeah, LTI, LTI, Hole. Okay, all right. Best card says we can do a Hole giveaway. He says we can do a Hole giveaway. Okay. Uh, I wasn't set up for a giveaway, so I guess I better hurry up and do this. Okay, actually, I can just throw the question out there and see who answers it. Okay. All right. Co-hosts, you need to be able to keep an eye on chat to see who answers the question first, okay? Because the only way we're going to know who gets this, all right? All right, you all ready? Here comes the question. Our show next week is about scary monsters and creatures. And... The title of next week is also the title of a book that a movie was made from it. Who goes there? What was the name of the movie? Does anyone know? What was the name of the movie that was titled after Who Goes There? Nope, Chin, that's not it. Somebody's going to Google it and get it. I know that already. Black Sky Legion. Oh, okay. Black Sky Legion got it. The thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Congratulations, Black Sky Legion for the thing. Very good. Very good. Who goes there? Was that where they came from? That was good. Okay. You guys are all right. You just, the book is better. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. All right. Uh, Kai, we'll make sure we get that out to you. Thanks for uh, all of you all jumping in and working on that. Hopefully you guys can join us on Thursday, Saturday, and Sunday to my co-hosts Fastcart and Colossal. Thank you guys for sharing your knowledge and wisdom when it comes to the game that Go we Go blind like. them with science. Oh God. <laughs> He's blinded me with this joke. All right, y'all. Thank you guys for joining us again. Who are we going to? Who are we going to uh, raid? Captain Kusanagi. I don't know. He he finds like some strange names that I have never seen before. All right, y'all. We're going to do a raid for those of you who are in YouTube. You're going to be spared the raid. Those of you who are in Twitch, when asked you guys would, uh, we're going to send over to Quelsar Prime. Uh, if you like what you see when you get over there, give them a follow. Let them know that you came over from the Soul Citizens. Thank you guys for spending the Sunday evening with us. Take care of yourselves. Stay safe. Peace, love, and soul. We'll see you guys real soon. Take care.